The following podcast is for informational and entertainment purposes only. Nothing said on the podcast should be construed as investment advice, nor should anything said be relied upon as the basis for any investment decision. Any reference to an investment's past or potential performance is not and should not be construed as a recommendation or as a guarantee of any specific outcome or profit. All opinions expressed by hosts or guests on the podcast are solely their own personal opinions and do not reflect the opinion of Eremical.com or any company affiliated with the hosts or the guests. Hosts and guests on the podcast may maintain positions in securities discussed in the podcast. Neither Evermickle.com nor its affiliates or subsidiaries warrant the completeness or accuracy of the opinions expressed herein and they should not be relied upon as such. Strategies and investments discussed may fluctuate in price or value and may not be suitable for you. They do not take into account your particular investment objectives, financial situation or needs, and they are not intended as a recommendation to buy or sell any security mentioned. Speak to a licensed investment advisor before making any investment decision. Evening, everybody. Welcome. Uh, sorry about the little hiccups at the delay, but welcome. I'm Randy. And I'm Danai. And this is this week's Brick Talk. And um, as usual, we start off every Brick Talk by giving a little preamble, which in a lot of words will say that I am not a licensed investment advisor. Danai Hall is a licensed investment advisor. But while we are talking on this program, no matter who is talking, no matter what we say, no matter who comes on, no matter um, how it might think like we're saying something or what we might mean, I can assure you of something that we are not giving any financial advice at all. Only Danai is licensed to do that, and he is not doing that on this show. Just two guys who really like to talk about the market, understand business, and like to have a conversation with anybody else who wants to talk about the stock market or business in Jamaica or anywhere else, investing in general. Indeed. This is what the conversation is for, but we're not dispensing any financial advice. You shouldn't buy or sell any security based upon anything we say in this program. Um, you should only do that with the advice of a licensed investment advisor in an actual advisory session. And if you want to do that, I advise you to go to Danai in his capacity as an actual advisor. Uh, set a, yep. set a, set a um, appointment at dhalladvisor.com, but please don't think that this, anything I've said on this show this evening or any evening for that matter is financial advice. We are not dispensing financial advice. All right? Danai, tell him what to do. <laughs> We're a big talk. Yeah, <laughs> nope. Definitely not. All right. So with that said, welcome. I hope you guys can see me. I hope you can hear me well. If there's any sound issues, feel free to let me know. Shoot me a speaking request on Twitter. Uh, welcome to the people who are watching us on stream. Uh, welcome to the draw subscribers who are watching us in that little private group of theirs. When I still private stream, um, they have a little watch party every week. And uh, yeah, welcome. If you're on YouTube, also welcome. All of the video streams should be up. And if you have Anything that you want to say, any point you want to talk about, any any questions, any concerns, whatever it is, send a speaking request by clicking the link. If you're on YouTube, there's a speaking there, there's a link in the description that says um, Twitter Space Spaces link. Click that, send a speaking request there. We'll approve it and we'll have a great conversation. Does somebody say that YouTube bad? YouTube not so pretty apparently. Yep. I don't know. Hmm. YouTube's audio quality is poor. Yeah. 
I am so sorry if it is. I'm not sure what it could be. Honestly, not sure what it could be. It might just be um, a bad connection. I hope it is. If it continues, please let me know. Let me just check. In the meantime, oh, in the meantime, uh, Danai, if you have, hmm, Danai, if you have any, if you have any, um, Ricardo, uh, Randy, was good. Yeah, I, I did, but there's a bit of a delay. Delay. Yeah. Randy, said. I did. Can you hear me? Yeah, I can hear you. What's good? Yeah. So I think you can tell me about the, the, the usual question I ask you every week. What's the, the oh, most interesting Most exciting thing? thing? Yeah. <laughs> One thirty is student in stock press. Oh, it was uh, coming out again, kicking. All right. So this week, our topic is. Uh, it's not kicking, no. It's not kicking. It's not kicking at all. Okay. Is it alive and kicking? Not that. Uh, this week. Dead, 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 dead. This week, our. our our topic is 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 um right, issue versus APL. No, Jesus. Like it is every week. <laughs> right, right. So, so I, didn't, I think it was Jason. I saw on Twitter saying that that um I, I think the 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 message that he was sending was I think a message that Dana and I say privately all the time how tired we are of the conversation. Yeah, it, it's it's um. It's something that if you if you have gotten into it at any point in time seriously over the last so long are we talking about it and I maybe a year two years yeah yeah it 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 um in the conversation really coming forward over the last year yeah it I think mm. I think what, what I've been saying since it started but mm-hmm. really I think a lot a lot heavier if you listen to the brick talk not brick talk well brick talk but if you also listen to the earnings season episodes you've heard us go on and on about it and explain it and I think maybe in the last year or two people have been starting to realize what we say and why it makes sense and other people have been I, I don't know I guess maybe in disagreement with it maybe they want themselves and why it don't make sense well cool I think we're I think we can all agree however that anybody who wants to understand at least our side of it or um our position on the on the matter they can they, you can certainly hear hear it by listening to listening to any other episodes that we have put out yep. and um if you don't want to if you haven't heard then you can go and listen to one of that but not that we don't want to talk about it but it's definitely not a major thing that we're talking about this week nor any other week unless there's something massive around it or if somebody wants to hear about it themselves uh, yes, sir. so i say all that to say that that's definitely not what this week's topic is this week it is you know the, the, the I'm trying to make sure I have the exact title. One second, I hear people saying that they have no audio on YouTube. Let me. Try and fix that. Okay, I'm gonna try again. Uh, YouTube people, you can let me know if you if you are hearing us now. I'm sorry, I know they're saying that the sound has been pretty crappy. I, I, I 
honestly not sure today. As you can see, we're actually doing it live. So I don't hear it. I'm hearing it fine. And everything on my side is showing that it's sending. So I, I'm not sure if it's just a bad connection. I don't want to no, blame no, any no. ISP or, or anything. But I mean, we'll try. We keep trying. Mm-hmm. Let me... Yeah, I keep trying. Uh, <clears throat> so, I think that this week's topic is the brick rebirth. And it's pretty much us talking about um, anything that, you know, that, that, that those stocks that I actually I was going to call it something else, but I figure, you know, like a phoenix. The artwork this week is the, the, the phoenix of the brick rising up from, you know, the phoenix rises out of the, the, um, the ashes, is that what Phoenix Fat rises out of? I don't remember. Yeah. Rick Rebirth. Um, Phoenix is rising out of the ashes of usually, I guess, previous calamity. Um, we have a situation on the market. Often, very often on the market, we have situations where, where uh, we have people. I think my sound is definitely giving trouble. One second, people. I'm so sorry about the sound issues. Give me one moment, please. All right, I am trying one more time. Hearing me fine, Danai? Yep. All right, fine. You should be able to also see me. And you should also be able to see my screen. Apologies, mm-hmm. guys. This is what it looks like when you do it on your own. saying the audio really is terrible. All right, I'm trying one more time. I'm hoping that the audio isn't terrible anymore. If it is, let me know. If you're on YouTube and the audio is bad, send a message, send a, 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 a comment and let me know in the chat. Um, then I, you can still hear me fine, right? All right, perfect. So I was telling everybody about the um, about the the topic this night tonight, brick rebirth, right? I was really thinking about those so situations that happen on the market, um, where you know maybe something is known as bad or seen as bad for a long time, and then you know it's fixed or they fixed or they get a turnaround in the business. COVID did this a lot. COVID um um did this. This happened a lot with COVID, with a couple of companies where you know. Things are bad. They're going through the crunch, and then they use that that time to really get themselves set and put in a really much better place, a stronger position with their companies. And rising out of that, we've seen it was I think maybe one that jumps to my mind was 2021. By the end, late before the start of 2021 to the end of 2021, you saw a huge, almost rebirth in I think maybe CPJ was a great mm-hmm. example of that. Mm-hmm. Yes, yes, sir. CPG. Definitely. DJ, <laughs> which, which which certainly rose out of the ashes of um of of 
COVID. COVID. Yeah. Uh, another example linked also to COVID, I think, is is main event. Mm-hmm. Right. And I think main event is a great, great, great example because main event. It just put out... problem longer. They're on the they're, they're under the, the COVID problem longer. CPJ was going through it and come out of it. Main event was still going through because of lockdowns and things. True, because the lockdowns officially didn't really end until I think February, March of twenty twenty two, and even then, it you know it wasn't quite the same. It wasn't events. quite. Thing there. Yeah, people, people, it took a while to really start up. Mm-hmm. And it, I, I remember it wasn't like it wasn't even the first time we get a relaxing. So remember we had a relax, and then people expect, and then we go right back in. So the second time around, people were like, "Boy, I'm not really keep my event more than so." Can't next me go but spend a bag of money. And nothing really go on. So, took a while to really start back up. Mm-hmm. And for the last two quarters for main event, you can see a lot of that coming right back. Money, 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 money. <laughs> yeah. So, main event actually put out their financials two days mm-hmm. ago. The latest yes, financials, the full year numbers. And, um, boy. Trump. Beyond 151 million in profit. Yes, and they're losses in that quarter in that year. So that's two quarters of it just really pushing forward. Mm-hmm. That, that's that is proper, yeah. proper money. Yeah, man. <laughs> so the first quarter last year, their first mm-hmm. year Q1 was a loss of 40 million, mm-hmm. and Q2 was a profit of 20 million. They had a hell of a Q3, 123 million, and they wrapped up the year with. 47 million in profit for profit. the fourth quarter. Yeah. Yep. Yeah. Pushing them to, I think, easily their best year ever. Yes. Yeah. <laughs> I so, imagine. Yeah, man. Outpacing 2020 and 2021. Mm-hmm. And um, of course, also almost, almost doubling 2018 and 2019. Uh, yeah. So, this is a, a great example of it and of, of you know, a company that. Found itself turn around, and there are lots of examples examples of this on the market. If you see yourself investing, if you pay attention to the market for a while, you know there are loads of um, opportunities like this that 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 come. Really, loads and loads and loads of opportunities that come from time to time. I still see the people saying that the sound is horrible on YouTube. Uh, well, I also see we have one person on Twitter who sent a speaking request already, Doctor Bill himself. Um, Doctor Bill, jump in and talk. And talk to us a little bit about your first point while I sort out the sound issues. Yo, 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 what's up, guys? What's That's up? good, Phil. In there, man. Spielberg Invest. Spielberg Invest. I like that town. I like that main event point. We're going to talk about main event, though. Um, what do you say now? What do you say about one tree? Look how we talk about positivity. Well, they might try complete the um the picture. They might try paint the complete picture of the topic for the night. They might start with the ashes. Maybe they might go rise up. Oh, why? Burn it down one time. Make the ashes and then I don't know. Maybe not a big plan. Why? Anti APO effect. Maybe they're gonna prove. (laughs) Proof, or just, Proof. or maybe maybe they'll do what needs to be done prove to make it, it wrong sensible. Or, yeah, yeah. I wouldn't even say prove it wrong, but I, I think so. 
the exception is, 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 a, is, a, is a good scenario. Right. And it has been done in an exceptional way before, so it's not like it can't be done. <laughs> but, you know, the man them choose bravery. Yeah, it takes a lot of money. <laughs> <laughs> Unnecessarily. That was my thing. Is Maybe they more... But... <laughs> Maybe it's an elaborate, elaborate plan for Ashir Baba. No, no. Maybe, maybe, maybe. What do you think about it, really? Like, well, the thing that, like, waiting them we do with the money. I mean, I don't know if they're going to take over other halls at UE or if they, I mean, they, they, they're very vague in what they've said in terms of what their plans are. Mm-hmm. That all I've seen is, um, planning to go beyond student housing and outside of UA. That's mm-hmm. like the universe. <laughs> it's like, okay. <laughs> I'm sure they're going to stay in real estate, but besides that, partner with GK is interesting. I think it's JMB did their IPO, right? Um, I mean, companies change brokers all the time. And they're, and they're close friends with Tadjiko, right? Very much so. Um, both those companies are heavily into unit trust and funds and real estate and mm-hmm. fun, exciting stuff like that. Exciting. What? One, three, eight. Why? I mean, if you're going beyond student housing, then you're housing everybody, right? So it could, it yeah. could just be a regular, regular. I'm going to housing generally, going to wider real estate plays that that fit the housing market. Or it could just be, it could even be commercial property. I don't know. But at the end of the day, they're going to do an APO to raise the money. Or yeah, if if they are raising money, it's going to be an APO. Unless they change, unless they change course, which I doubt they will. Yes, strong the doubt they'll change course. Yeah. I mean, profit for a retail shareholder has never been, has, has, has yet to be a point. For anybody, can consider hmm. for most people considering APOs, right? Correct. I mean, they, they say yes, they care about it, so I can't say that. Okay, I can't, I can't. who am I to say that they don't? But how you act is more is action over word, right? Action first, action is what matters, and we'll see what additional so what they do. If they just go in regular, regular APO, then I know my business that. Ninety nine other choices. Ninety nine problems and APO eight one. APO eight one. Trust me. Other things will figure out Panama. Rather than Sandbox. put my head and money behind APO. Indeed. Indeed. Mm. Uh, boy, I see a lot of the markets agree with it, but that's a heavy sell down the moment no, it drops. Random. Somebody, somebody maybe somebody will tell you, say, maybe turkey. somebody will tell you there are other factors, there not just the thing. Eh? <laughs> within, within 13 minutes, <laughs> right? Of an announcement, but nah, something else. <laughs> one three eight, which one three eight, which is so illiquid to the point where them so that is why they're doing they're in the race. <laughs> uh-huh. One of the reasons. Yeah, 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 again, I don't think that. But like, yeah, how you feel about that though? Because but, yes. It's liquid, but then the people coming, the money coming in, 
would very likely change that based on the amount of dilution that they, that they say they're going to put in. Mm-hmm. Yeah. So the, the the current shareholder, the current share base, and I'm talking about dilution on any one investor, but they, they are diluting the share base a good amount, four hundred and something million shares, and all the seven hundred and something million shares I'm adding. So just they're about adding, two right. times more shares I'm adding, right? Right. Yeah. Well, so that on. is interesting. Mm-hmm. Hold on one second. So you guys raising um an interesting point. Uh, a few interesting points. What I don't want us to skip over them, and I know it's a couple of people have their hand up. So I'm assuming it's the same topic that they wanted to, to talk on. Uh, apologies to anybody on YouTube. We are trying to sort out the sound. I don't want the sound to be bad. So for now, we're talking on Twitter, and I'll try and fix that in a moment. Um, but one of the points I wanted, before I forget it, and then I'll get to Duffy's question, because I saw she put her hand up. Um, but one of the points that I think we shouldn't skip, we've been talking for a long time about how responsive the market isn't. Mm-hmm. So, uh, and, you know, I, I have said publicly and privately many times, you know, things happen and you watch the foreign news and you'll hear, you know, Google is a great example. Google launched their own, their own uh, AI tool mm-hmm. privately this week or last week, mm-hmm. I think it was either last week or this week as a competitor to ChatGPT, which is another popular AI tool. Mm-hmm. And long story short, in, the, in the demonstration, there was something that was not correct. It, was a, there was, it made a factual mistake. There was a factual mistake that it made in it. So like, you know, it said, what color is the sky? And, and it mm-hmm. responded that, you know, the sky is, I don't know. Pink. Pink or, 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 or shocking green. green or something, right? Um, mm-hmm. And immediately... Google deleted the video of them doing it, and the share price fell. And of course, when they're mm-hmm. reporting it in the news, they say, you know, this mistake was made, it's embarrassing, and the share price fell, in, impl- mm-hmm. implying that, you know, it's as a result of that. And I always laugh mm-hmm. at that, because sometimes it is, and on the more yeah. advanced markets, it very much is often, uh, uh, you get quick reactions, but the local market is slow. I've been saying that for years. I've Tweets upon tweets upon tweets. But here is a situation where 138 put out what many of us knew was going to be an APO. But the, mm-hmm. as the notice came out during the trading day, you got, we saw it drop. Is it really a reaction to it or is it just something that happened? How, 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 how certain are you guys that that was actually a reaction to that news? I. Uh... I can't say 100%, but I feel I have a good amount of certainty. Because it's more, it's more than thing that 138 is an illiquid stock. They don't have a, they don't have a very strong buy queue at, mm-hmm. at the point when the thing was announced. Anybody looking to sell at that point mm-hmm. would have to come in. I mean, if you check before, you're not really seeing all the trades hitting down to that level until that thing comes out. So if yeah. it's going to drop, then... Hey, if, 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 if it's not like... If, if there's a lot of a thing. It's not like, boy... It's give me a company that with a strong buy queue that the, the queue is the, the, the highest buy. Say dollar. Mm-hmm. The highest buy is very close to the thing there, very close to the market price or it generally trades. One three eight was not that. Mm-hmm. So if I'm looking to exit, then I very have very off I very likely have to take a strong haircut to push that thing down. So why would I trade now? my idea is I wasn't doing it before, but the moment this drop, I'm selling. Yeah, and it, do, it, doesn't, it, do, it doesn't mean that it's a lot of people rushing out. It just means that the person who saw that said, "Boy, I eat this for these skills," and exactly. I'm I am enough for this to happen. 
Right. Well, so I think the equity, of, equity factor in there bring, brings that into it. If it was if it was another company with a very strong IQ, then I said, well, then you know, it probably wouldn't take so, it, would, it probably wouldn't be such an easy thing for it to happen unless a lot of people are pulling their artists out of the IQ with that in mind. And we've seen it. Uh, <laughs> companies they, they generally the more liquid stocks take a harder time to fall or rise when thing when things like that when any any one thing happens. But any one thing happens that will cause people to buy or sell higher or lower. So mm. I, I, I feel that is that and but certainty. Give us yeah, give us that. I mean I can never know really. I mean with ten with ten being the, the most. Why my 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 not try to give me a number for 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 Pierce Dana is saying Randy. Ten ten being ten being is you is you sell it. Yeah, well yeah, are you still up beside the person? You said that it wasn't me, no. Yeah, that should make it clear that it wasn't me either. Phil, was it you? Definitely not. Yeah. I I was one I was one of the um I saw an APO was coming so I wouldn't have bought and if I had Same. before I would have I would have sold before this happened but I know that yeah, if it was me if I had a client and I was doing that I tell him to sell either yeah Same. but I, I mean more, I more than likely I'm not saying I'm not saying I'm not saying every case I tell a client to sell but in most cases yes big up Lee Dansky Lee Dansky tweeted that within 13 minutes of the announcement the stock halted down mm-hmm. so for me it's a 9 out of 10 since it was me on that basis wow why Bill Berg said very wow sorry you're saying 90% like it right and then of course since since um since then since then, we have seen. I, I I don't know if it did it hit the breaker again today. It it halted again today. Uh, and it and it's going even lower. So you think it's very much a reaction to that? Well, I did say as interrupted. I saw Duffy put her hand up for Saint Duffy, Saint Duffy Noir Noir. Sorry. Well, Randy. <laughs> Hi. Big up Duffy. What's up? Happy hey. Happy, Happy New Year! Haven't um seen you guys in a while. I wanted Indeed. to say something about what Phil was saying, the diversifying thing with one three eight about going into things other than student housing. They don't have a choice. Okay, full disclaimer. Um, I am just going based off what has sometimes made it into public I'm knowledge. Anybody? Is anybody um, hearing me? Yeah, Phil, hearing it. Hearing it. Look, continue. All right. Um, the documents that they that is sometimes that loose into public knowledge. I don't want anybody to look at me and think I work with them or anything like that. But they have a lease with they have a contract with UE for a certain amount of years. So if they're more than likely approaching that time where they legally cannot provide student housing anymore. Like they were supposed to build up the place and then after certain years and a certain amount of profit, they turn they give everything back over. To UE. Um, that's 65 years old? 65? Yeah, man. I thought it was a lot shorter than that. No, man. I know a monkey contract them up, man. No fears, man. You must do build some money in a five years. I'll give back. I'm on this. No, sir. I know, sir. That's another thing. Like, they keep they keep changing certain things, like, retroactively. Like, they're, they're, they have the power to do a lot of like renegotiation for them seems very easy or a little bit too easy in my eyes. 
um, where it, le it leads me to not have much faith in how the company is run. So that's part of the reason why I personally never liked how never liked the company and therefore not, never liked the stock. Um, they get to they get to do um I well I guess I don't know how much this would tie into the stock, but they get to do whatever they want a little bit too much. Like even if you look at and I know the other day they had our furrow with the residents, some student residents. If you look at the contracts, the leases that they have the students sign now versus something that started that they had out when they first got built, they get to do whatever they want without any without any real oversight. They get to and it and it to me that would reflect in the APO. Like when they no, when they what, APO, what, what have they done? Um basically it's just a series of them holding the handle and whoever else holding the blade type situations over and over. Which is similar to what well, I've it, seen the blade point that they mean thing there like how the UI UA itself has been a problem for them. Where, where he, and even renegotiated, renegotiated in what seemed like an unfavorable situation to them. Oh, well, where you, you, you couldn't pay them money that was owed for however long that they signed the contract, too. And then, and then yeah. the, the re sign was, boy, well, okay, you will get a little more poor in this situation in some ways. And well, I can I can't see that, but for me, I'm like, we don't have to agree on it, but for like overall, it. I, the basic I mean, it's, it's there. The no, I'm saying billion dollar housing development is a lot of leverage, you know. I mean, it's kind of hard to go back on a what? contract that you've made on the basis of a company that has spent billions of dollars to build this place. And they tell them seminar pay them. I mean, Selling... you ain't, I understand why you ain't couldn't pay them, but then. Them get them, them of us eat dirt right? Yeah. You we get you we these all of them problems. Well, all, we all know between government and you how hard it is to get a bill out of get a bill paid, right? Yeah. Between any of those two, so that has been an issue. Where you we say, boy, government not paying us, and then you, and then one tree it said, boy, you will not pay we. Yeah, but I also well, you never felt me. like they knew that going into that situation. Oh, yeah. definitely. But then no, we say, no. but then wouldn't you go on the same side in your argument? Then if we do that, well, and, and overall, I think what you're talking about me, in, the, in, in the sense of their tenants, their tenants will shorten in in the contract. You're saying, right? Yeah, not only really, that. Uh, not only that. It overall a lot of things that just how they're run. It doesn't seem. They don't. They don't do things that would make me want to exercise good faith with them. So I'm overall not surprised about the APO situation. Um, oh. Other than that, I just wanted to say hi and come off. <laughs> <laughs> I don't think because I haven't been around for a while. Yeah, I mean, I can I can see that. Uh, if if they have so much problems, are you investing them? And but it, I mean, imagine inv investing in a company here. Say, boy, we can't get paid for two years. That is a big problem. So yeah. I can see where I can see where you're coming from with that one. That would be a hell of a problem. Are you hearing me, Danai? Yeah, I'm hearing you. Okay, perfect. Sorry, I I, I wanted to say, yo, let's not not maybe Duffy's point too hard. I don't know, I don't know if uh -huh. I understood it. I know, I think I'm trying to understand. One thirty really 
did hold the handle and does hold the handle in many a case, it would appear that way to me from the outside anyway, because of that same agreement that they have with UA. They had a, 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 I think, a revenue revenue guarantee. Still have, mm-hmm. I think. Yeah. Um. So. Yeah, 90% I mean, there, that's an example of where COVID was hitting. There weren't, yeah, man, there weren't actually any students in the place. But in there's, the place. That, there's that guarantee that, yo, if their occupancy falls below a certain level, you has to make it up. But would you, would, you, would you say that's a bad thing for a company owner or not? It's not necessarily I was trying to understand. So I, was, I, was, I was asking if, if she meant in the case of the tenants, because I, in my mind, I can't see think a revenue guarantee sounds like a good thing you get me mm. well i i think yeah. well, my assumption was that you're coming from the perspective of yui or or the students duffy I, i'm not mm-hmm. sure I don't think I felt. no it was it's not yeah it's just the the power of it they have the power they they're one of the well i don't know how common it is but they're in a really good position where they get to guarantee a lot of things for themselves and consistently make things that give me bad faith in them mm-hmm. instead of using what they can to their advantage. That's exactly it. That is exactly it. Gotcha. You are set up to win and you decide to lose. So <laughs> I <laughs> I wasn't going to look at them anyway. No, so I the mean, APO thing doesn't surprise me. That is fair. That's a fair point. A very fair point. <laughs> and yeah. Hmm. Ouch. But hey, who somebody game? else can get the space? I went jump off. No, no, right, boss. Duffy. Thank Good to you hear very, from you. And really strong point. Cause yeah, I mean, people people have sounded great on on three eight, even myself, mm-hmm. on the basis of yeah, all these things sound good for them. But then, how often has it been a case where I mean, how often has it been a case where okay, the good thing is happening, right? Or the good the thing that we want, the thing that we expect to happen based on all the good things. Those still it, it often has turned against them. So I see a point there, Luffy. Mm. Right, yo, these, yo, these orders in the bike you are interesting, right? Tell me. Wait, what, <laughs> when you say interesting, what do you mean? In the bike you <laughs> have one to Yeah read. man, the bike you are not uh, uh, you have it on your screen there. So so orders five, orders four to nine. Orders four to nine. Big up my money J A for helping us to see this very clearly, including the fact that yeah, it halted down to that four dollars. Well, orders four to nine, you say. So the four. It's like the person no one put five thousand at the queue. It's like I don't want to put four, five thousand orders. Orders at five thousand each, six mm-hmm. times. So I put five thousand and one, then I put four thousand nine hundred ninety nine, four thousand nine hundred ninety nine, and that's to get a ten thousand. I put five thousand and two, then I put four thousand nine hundred ninety eight. That's together ten thousand. <laughs> I put four five thousand and three, then I put four thousand nine hundred and ninety-seven. That's together ten thousand. So, <laughs> so like is that much brain? Is that awesome? <laughs> it's at the strength of the buy, man. <laughs> you know what that might be? What, what, what do you what, what? let me hear what you what do you think that could be? I mean the person does like numbers. Okay. Uh, I see we also have, um, I saw a couple of people said speaking requests, Lopo and Sir Piggles, and that's it. Good. Uh, I think they were talking I mean, about this coincidence. Six different people. It could, it could be. I have, I have my own cool thoughts. Man. Cool, man. <laughs> Good night. One person. 
Healing morning, night, sir. Morning, how you doing? Even boss, what's up? Um, no, 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 go on. It's a good, good, nice fun week in the market. Um, I okay, I for you, Lopo, for you, <laughs> for us all. Why not? For, what, what is wrong? Uh, have a chance to make another another play at every time we have a chance to be in the market. So, I think, I think nothing wrong with that. Um, yeah, I, I'm very. I, I would love to touch on one of the points you guys hit earlier with the um, conversation of it being shared in places that the APO is um, a great way to help illiquidity in a stock. Um, it is. Yeah, it, it is. It is. I'm not saying no. Um, it's not the first place I heard that, though. I, I think that was a big part of the narrative um, with the KP read. Um, APO saying that we, I remember in you know public um, public dialogue with some leadership from KP Reed saying that, well you know we've explored different options and we did a rights issue before and I, th- I think there was issues with it being taken up and people who have the stock in a lot of our shareholders are long term holders not not really interested in selling and interested in holding. So we have a lot. That includes the people buying the APO? If you want to say that about the people that already own the stock, sure. But they're going to ask for the public. Am I then assuming that the public, am I then saying, assuming that the public has these stocks, that anybody buying into this thing? I mean, I would hope so if, you expect, if you're looking at an APO or whatever. I would hope so. Um, yeah, I guess that was, that was the other, the, well, maybe not attitude. That was the, the, narrative I felt was coming from, from that conversation. Um, and I seen it already coming with 138. So what do you guys think in terms of APO liquidity what, what, versus... You know, I've never heard in a business what? meeting where we're talking about the need for money and then it comes up that, you know, our shares are illiquid. That's really a problem for us to solve in the same vein of we need money. That's a shareholder problem. So when I hear that, when I hear that put forward as a reason that this is being done this way, what does that do for the business? That's a good question. I don't know the answer to that. Oh, I would, I would hope that whoever is saying it can answer. Uh, but the, the truth is, I, I, why, why, as in, why is it a problem to solve? I mean, I'm sure there are good answers. I can give good answers. So we, you know, bring more liquidity in. There are one of our shareholder base. More people can think there. Then maybe later in, maybe later down we can raise money easier. Because it's not just the same it's not just the same three people that own the stock, own seven, eight, own ninety percent of the stock will we have a raise from if we're doing that, right? So bring the public in. If that's the thought, then sure. But I would hope that when you consider that, if the APO effect takes place, then you would hope that the people that are then coming forward and they more buy more of the stock. Later down for whatever raise or whatever. Suppose they had a problem with whatever was done in the past and this thing there. And it's, it's still a liquidity problem. Because then you dilute on top of dilution. Uh, I, yeah, I mean, if you, if, you, if you have a liquidity problem, I wouldn't be trying to exacerbate losing value for the people involved. My thing is, mm-hmm. there's a logical understanding to me in my little novice brain about stocks, which is ownership. What do I own? How much do I own? Um, what do I want from it? 
and um, those things have to have practical application. And my thing is, I, I don't know of liquidity not being, I think there's a lot of opportunity with liquidity being solved other ways that I don't know why that isn't a conversation if that was really being considered. I think fast rich became a, a way more liquid stock um, with doing a stock split before doing any version of the raises that they, they want to do and believe other other companies who, well, I mean, Salada did, did a stock split and I actually haven't seen them action that into the raise as yet, but I think they made themselves more comfortable with doing it and it kind of retains the value of shareholdership at the time. So I'd be interested to, to I think it would be an interesting ordeal to say maybe we need to see what happens if we, we, we kind of loosen up the, the shareholding with, with a stock split to make more shares available and see what that does in the market without the dilution before I go to the dilution. Um, mm -hmm. Well, I guess... Back... Well, I, think, I think the truth is that it has nothing to do with liquidity. Just say you want to raise money and go buy a business. Why tell them about liquidity? Why, why, again, why the shareholder participation and all those nice fancy things? What's the point of that? In this thing where you're raising money, what's the benefit for anybody that, oh, you know, you get to bring the public in? Like, tell me the actual benefit there. I've yet to hear it. If I, I, the, the most I've ever heard, which is not that, it's we want, we want, we want to open up our options for getting money. So we're not going to ask just our shareholders. We're going to ask everybody for money. That sounds like, better you said that, because then that sounds like a, a real case of, all right, cool, we're not so sure we get this money. Mm -hmm. Whoever tell me how to get money, nobody really tell me, say, there's a possibility outside of this, that, or maybe then, or maybe I don't know this thing. So I, and when I was talking, whatever, I recap my, I realized, well, my shareholder base is this, and if I'm going to raise money on the market, then in my mind, I want to, to I want to put my thing to more people. So you know again, you shop you shop you shop more widely so you end up with more customers, something like that. Then better say that. That sounds like okay, that's that's something logical to the race. But then you tell about liquidity and shares moving and who owns. What happens with this? Yeah. 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 So if it if it's how often shares move or thing there, how liquid the stock is, then then uh, well, if you tell you about you want a wider net, then better say that. Well, I've also seen dialogue to say that the pricing of the offer will, will, will matter, which I definitely agree. Um, but I kind of... I mean, I've heard that more than once over different, different places. And the, 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 the pricing of the APO is, is where the issue, issue of the price comes in. Uh, I don't... Yeah, I agree. I don't, I don't fully agree on that. I don't agree on that one. I think the issue with APOs has not been a pricing issue. It's, it's actually the liquidity issue. We give a lot of people shares, and those people are then incentivized. We get we got a lot of people shares in a way that at at announcement they're incentivized to sell, and then now they own a lot. And because it was such a wide participation, then the the, the shares on the market are no longer viewed as thing there, as we call it as desirable because we don't get a bag of shares in this in this new thing. Mm -hmm. So exactly where is the market for buyers? Uh, there's not any because everybody was buying. We're buying the we're buying the APO. So. When it's, going to, when it's time to sell, what happens? You know, that's, that's kind of what I was 
thinking on the line of even in any line of agreement is that the valuation in terms of price is not just what pricing the offer is. It is all of the ramifications of the market. Like mm-hmm. you have to, the pricing cannot just be based off of a fundamental metric. It has to be. I mean, I get it, boy. Stop using that word like that. The idea that, the idea that, I mean, it's funny because in every financial conversation, we know that liquidity does have something to do with the value. Mm-hmm. It's why we talk about, name again, demand and supply. That's liquidity. Right. Availability of something. So if we then look at that and then decide that availability no longer matters in a conversation because the balance sheet and the value of the assets are really for profits that they think they that doesn't make sense. <laughs> it really cannot because then you ignore every other thing in finance or every other thing in economics that points to those things as being material and fundamental for evaluation. Agreed. I agree. So I didn't want to touch upon it. But yeah, man, good convo. We can go and bounce it around. But that's not it. But then, then I so you're now saying that you're blaming the implementation and not the mechanism. What can you can you just confirm or deny? I'm not sure what you mean. Oh no 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 no. Sorry, officer. <laughs> explain that one a little bit. <laughs> no, so it's not necessarily the APO, but the implementation of said APO that is a problem. I mean, show me an APO. You tell, I mean, you can tell from his tone oh, that all he's trying to do is give trouble. You see me? Um, yeah. Um, like a, maybe you have an APO where also one share. No, no, hold on. I'll say it's the, 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 the mechanism is called a dilutive secondary offer. And the mm. mechanism is the problem. Mm. Dilutive I secondary see. offers are destructive to, to share prices on markets Surely. all around the world. They are but, all right. down but, upon. But I don't have a plan. Down upon. Say that again. I don't have a, um, the MMGA money, my money market, so I can't find examples. So can you just tell me an example? Uh, stop, stop. Please stop. In fact, you don't say the word APO. There are examples. But let, let's have a nice little change of pace, actually. I noticed uh, Sir Dino Hines has joined us um, on the space. And Indeed. I think it's a great opportunity to talk. A man doing big things. Yeah, and Dino Hines, for the people who don't know, is... Uh, I don't want to get it wrong, Sardina, so correct me if I get into it wrong, but I believe he's CEO of MFS Capital Partners, um, and that is squarely in line with, actually, that's a company that is squarely in line with our topic this evening, which is, uh, you know, the, the, the rebirth. It's a company that has, is, I think, maybe in its early stages of its own rebirth, Mm-hmm. And um, I think it's great that we get a chance to talk to him. Thank you for joining us. You can hear us? You know, yeah, yeah, man. Good night, guys. I hear you clear, loud and clear. All right, wonderful. Mm-hmm. Welcome to Brick Talk, Dino. Um, and in case you don't, I don't know if it's your first time listening, but it's literally just a conversation, a regular conversation. Uh, so you, you feel free to weigh in with all your points. Don't be surprised if people come in and they have questions or points they want to make or so on. So, um, yeah. Is a chat. Think of it like a nice little group chat. Yeah, it's the first time I'm joining the forum. It has been very interesting so far. Um, now that I, I know about the forum, I'll definitely be, be joining um, a lot more. 
I won't try to to hog the conversation too much, but definitely if um there are questions or I might pop pop in with a little comment here and there, um just to give my perspective on some of the topics that we're talking about. Um you know, early it would especially with some of the and most of my comments probably won't be well I'll answer questions if if participants have questions re MFS. Most of my comments will be mostly on other companies that are, you know, I might ask a couple of questions. Like, for example, I wanted to know in your earlier conversation about companies which are bouncing back after the pandemic, what you guys think about everything fresh. Mm. Well, you know, you know, I think you're maybe one of the few CEOs who joined in, joined the conversation, and Asking about like stocks on the market. Oh yeah, right. Yeah. Well, I guess it's because uh, um my background and you know the areas which I play in and which I enjoy playing in, which um is financial assets, um, stocks, bonds, corporate paper. So I really love that space. So um I will be interested in in, in anything to do with the financial markets. I'll I, I'll have an interest. Okay, all right. Because, well, you know what? I, I don't want I don't want it to be last. So you ask a question, Joe. So you say what we think about everything for everything after the pandemic. Yeah, oh, that's a good that's a a good one. Um, everything fresh. I think, in my view, as my personal view, I think they they were not necessarily in the best state before the pandemic. Before the pandemic, yeah, yeah. And I don't know if they use the pandemic to get as strong as I think that they probably should get. Should have, yes. Yeah. Mm-hmm. And and I'm biased in that I'm comparing them. I don't know if I'm biased, to I'm comparing them to, to CPJ, which is 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 leagues ahead of them, it would appear. He's just looking at the financials, leagues ahead of, of everything fresh in mm-hmm. and they, they are competitors, right? But everything fresh itself, they, I mean should investors know that the thing that is often great doesn't always seem great at first which again mm-hmm. right on on target with our um our, our conversation tonight because it, I, I said to Danai all the time that you know it's when a company is bad that the opportunity really is there because if you mm-hmm. get in when it becomes great and everybody know that it's great you're gonna get the same returns as everybody else mm-hmm. the real gem I think is to find a thing before it becomes great, but when you're seeing the signs that it is going to become great, everything okay, fresh. Actual risk. Yeah, man, everything fresh to me looked like it started to get a little bit better underneath the pandemic. Um, mm-hmm. even before the pandemic, they, they were doing some reworking. I know, I remember they bought an abattoir, but that didn't seem mm-hmm. to last very long. Um, and what else did they buy? They bought something. Some else. Barbados. Was it Barbados? I, I think it, everything fresh Bahamas Limited. Bahamas, Bahamas. Yeah, but it, it, in terms of the bottom line, I, I mean, they, they still look like they have some some ways to go. But to their credit, the last quarter that they reported to us, the third quarter, mm-hmm. um, it was a profitable quarter, as as was as have been all the quarters this year, first, second, and third, and they are actually at this point at least, looking at a 40 million profit, which is the first, would be the first time since their 2018 financial year that they would have made a profit, profit. if they can, mm-hmm. can um, if they finish the year in the same fashion. So from what, what I'm saying, 
to me, it, it becomes attractive, and I'm being very careful with that word. <laughs> to me, it becomes attractive in the way that I find things that are not yet good attractive mm-hmm. because it is the process of getting them from less attractive to good that, that, that you find the profit, right? Which mm-hmm. you yourself would know, you know, having taken um, an entity that, that, that was in a bad state, a shell, it. essentially, going mm-hmm. through it and um, bringing it to a point now where we're seeing, I, I know you can't say much about it, so I'll be careful what I ask, but where we're seeing a lot more hope for the, the thing, let's say that. Up to the, the last quarter report, I saw new revenue lines coming in. Mm-hmm. I thought that was very, very good. And um, a nice profit, $5 million, and, and a, a wonderful set of financials on time, no no delays and acquisitions being spoken of. That, mm-hmm. to me, looks like the, di- the, 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 the diamond in the rough coming a little bit out of the rough, right? Being a little bit more obvious to people now. Okay, so more polished. Yes, it's a long answer to your question, but I like everything fresh only on the basis that it is something that I think Can is be showing yeah, the signs of improving, but I wouldn't say as clearly. I don't have any money in it, and I'm not necessarily rushing to put any money in there now, but that's how I feel about everything fresh. How do you feel about everything fresh, Dino? Well, I think um, they have a good opportunity, especially given the area they're in. You compare them to... to um, you know cpj which you know is a is a good comparison cpj um much larger um stronger company with more um areas and revenue lines and so on but you know a fair comparison because they're both playing in the tourism sector i think um the only thing in my opinion the only thing that will make them not successful going forward is is if they have um, bad management, I make bad management decision. But um, it's a, it's an area that is dominated by two companies, them and CPJ, and you know with tourism bouncing back so strongly, um, the company has an opportunity to to grow and to do well. So I guess we just have to watch to see the kind of management decisions that are being made from quarter to quarter to make a decision to think. It will be a good um, story going forward. All right, I like that. Uh, wh- why did you, why did you pick that one out of all the, the hundred odd stocks on the market to ask? You? Well, I mean, <laughs> it's a it's a company that I've been looking at um, over a period of time because um, I think having you know it based on it. Certain companies are what I guess you would say they are kind of, uh, I don't know if tangential is the right term, but com- there are certain companies which if you're playing in the financial sector, especially in the foreign exchange market, you take a look at them because um, their their fortunes will move in relation to tourism and, um, you know, inflows of FX into the country. So you're looking at... Um, Companies like um, Everything Fresh and CPJ, which are direct contributors to the tourism sector. You're looking maybe sometimes at um, Lasco and um, West, the, um, the financial arm of Grace Kennedy in terms of Western Union and so on, which 
are remittances, which is one of the largest contributors of foreign exchange. So we do take a look at them sometimes to kind of when we're looking at what is happening in the on the FX side to say to see if there will be um flow through to these companies and how it will benefit their bottom line and whether or not it is time to take a look at taking a stake in them. Mm. Oh, so you're you're looking at it from the perspective of buying in. Possibly right. buying in. Right. Right. Okay. As in you personally? Yeah, yes, yes, yes. Okay, okay. I I just wanted to be, be clear on that before people say that, you know, you're talking about <laughs> MFS. Um and no. I, of course no, I can't make an announcement about it. No, man, yeah. Well, I mean, just to just to 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 add a little bit. I mean, MFX, MFS, um, the the first acquisition we announced, Mike, mm-hmm. which is um, does is a very active participant in the foreign exchange market. And of course, we we just um, waiting on um most. The company, the company um, is a regulated company, so of course we have to just ensure that we dot our I's, cross our T's, get our regulator approvals. It shouldn't be a problem. Mm-hmm. Um, all directors are fit and proper, so it should not be a problem. But um, it's an area, foreign exchange trading, I mean, trading of um, all financial um, assets are areas that I think personally um boutique financial houses in Jamaica, there's a strategy that you can employ. And you know, we we look at we look at international companies like um like Cantor Fitzgerald, for example, um, a company in the United States, which when you look at their volumes annually in terms of trading in um US government um treasuries and all of these things. You know, relatively to the larger institutions, their volumes are really high because um, you know they they make a concerted effort to to look at just um, very low risk to your balance sheet in terms of um, you know match trade back to back trades, where you're just really matching a transaction, getting a trading gain on it, whether it is um, you know foreign exchange, whether it is bonds, um, any asset like that, just making a, just being market makers on a daily basis and making profits and you know using you know, your assets on your balance sheet for other um, other investment type products. So we believe in that kind of strategy and the strategy we think that is not um, fully built out or fully exploited by any financial institution in Jamaica. So it's a space that we think strongly that um we can, you know, be big players in. Wow. Okay. So that oh, really, really simplify that for the people that don't get it. And you say, boy, you say a bunch of interesting things there that I, I don't even know which one to start with. One, you made you, you point out the fact that you are you actually active in the foreign exchange market. You said that the entity that you're acquiring is active in the foreign exchange market. Yes. Yes. So um. um mm-hmm. No, I, say, I, I, I don't. I'm not going at the forex traders, but you are. You are the real forex traders, meaning the active local forex market, right? You're not. You're not. Right. Um, we're not. We're not talking about um, you know, trading international traders. um trading where where you're basically doing margin trading. Yeah. 
that's mm-hmm. that's a that's a different type of trading and a different type of risk altogether, right? Mm-hmm. Uh, so I mean, nothing wrong with that, and we can do that. We do have skill sets in our company that we can do that, but we're not looking to that right now. We think that in the local foreign exchange market, in terms of um, um, finding earners of foreign exchange and matching that with um, end users of foreign exchange, there is a big opportunity there for us to to take um, market share from some of the larger players who, you know, probably get a little fat and comfortable. And, you know, we think that that's an area that we still have a lot of opportunity in. So um, it's an area that we think our market share will grow um, significantly as the com- as our company grows over the next couple of years. Mm. Mm. Mr. Angler, I haven't heard anybody talk about and the fact that you call yourself a boutique financial, I mean, a boutique financial house now, I think mm-hmm. is extremely interesting but that's how you see yourself yourself and the team at mfs as right you guys are offering boutique services that's the the plan going forward i i, I must tell you, you know i should tell you dana and i privately talk about this even though you guys have put out very clear timelines for the acquisition and the fact that you're acquiring it i think a lot of the things that have been um I think I, I think it's I think it's almost been missed because last year, especially in the last year, was so exciting, and this year, you know, of course, at the start of the year, it's still kind of exciting. But I think people have missed the fact that what you said is something very, very clear and simple that you guys have an acquisition, and you're telling us that the thing that you're acquiring is already is not a new company, it's something that's already doing business and doing mm-hmm. business in an area that you think that you guys can grow, and it sounds to me like take over that niche. Yeah because, yeah, because as we as we indicated, we we we're not you know the company used to play in the in the startup. We're not really interested in that um area, you know. Not saying that in the future in the future, if we should look at that, we will do that in a we will do that in a totally different company, right? Not a listed company. We think that um in terms of um the startup those companies need time to grow and I don't think you want to do that um, in the spotlight of a listed company. Why? Right? Huh? Why? Make, I mean, remember, you know, as a listed company, you're accountable to your shareholders. You're, you have to more or less um, be providing, you know, um, quarterly annual updates where you want to see um you know shareholders want to see um increase in value increase in returns um you know some of the startups you want to give them time to be able to to trial and error to not make profits to come along slowly and then um if necessary you bring them to market or you bring them to to into a private equity space at a at a later stage of their development. That's that's my personal perspective. I'm not saying another investor, another company would not or could not see it differently and bring it another way. Mm-hmm. But especially for a company like ours, which um you know, realistically speaking, has 
in its earlier life, you know, for want of a better word, um, you know, had a, had a very bad run. At this time, you want the company to start to have some wins. So we're not really interested in um, adding any startup companies, um, you know, at this time. I don't, as I say, in the future, we could change that approach if um, as a team, if our stakeholders think it's time that we can start doing that. But for now, we're looking to add um, fast-growing companies to our um, set of portfolio companies so that, you know, the company within a year can start to show strong growth, strong returns. And um, that's really what we're looking at now. Mm -hmm. All right. I, I like that. I like that. So you, you, you're not limiting yourself to what was there before, but you, you're growing in the areas that you know that you, you, you're good at. And so pretty much, I mean, that's nice. Like you're coming from somewhere bad, but you, you turn it into something good and you're using the strengths that you have to grow even better. Uh, mm -hmm. I, 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 I don't even know which question to ask. In fact, I don't want to keep the questions to myself. I know a lot of people who are joining might have any questions. Um, I see Robbie Larson just sent a speaking request. <laughs> I grade Cliff. Cliff, what's up? Are you doing? You have a question for me or you have a question for Danai or, or, um, or um, Dino? Dino yeah, man, I have a question for Dino because I think I, I don't want to. We're hardly hearing you. We're not hearing you much. Not hearing you much. Man, you heard me better? I hear myself, I hear myself, I hear myself, I hear myself on your side because I'm hearing you. Oh. Any, any better? Mm -mm. Mm -mm. No. Try one more time, please. Let me see. Let me mute everybody on mute. Yeah, you're hearing me now? No. 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 Damn. We're still hearing still ourselves, hearing better. ourselves better. All right, let me jump off and then try to come back on. Okay. Okay. Yeah. All right. All right. Uh, if I, don't, I don't know if in the meantime anybody else. Uh, Dr. Bill, Sir Pickles, Lopo, you guys have any questions? Um... Good day, good day, um, sir. Heinz, uh, I, I'm. Well, I'm going to ask him about fiscal. I'm the guest man. Like, I'm the guest man, you know. But um, <laughs> if I was a perspective, you know, I want to get involved with your company. Um, is there anything in the pipeline you think that would attract um, um, new stakeholders or new stockholders to your company? Anything that you you want to tell us that you know might pique our interest as Persons in the market. Well, I think I think he just said a lot that, that wouldn't. Oh yeah. man! Well, well, let me not say. We put this way. Um, um, sorry, I don't. You hear me? We're hearing you. Know, I hear you loud and clear. Loud and clear. Right. So you know that you know. Um, beyond the announcements that we have made, the announcements we have made so far, I can't make any. Um, specific announcements. That's why you see I'm speaking, most of what I'm speaking about is specifically to do with the acquisition that we have announced. But we have also stated that we have other companies in the pipeline that we're working um, that we're working on, you know, and um, there are others which are which are close to signing off on. Um, so, you know, one of the things about the journey that we that we have gone on um, last year and 
announcing ourselves to to the market. Announcing ourselves to the market and announcing, you know, that we're in the private equity space is that there's no shortage of deals that um that are coming our way. There's not you know, persons are coming to a daily basis almost um putting proposals, um looking for um private equity investments. And uh, we just have to ensure that we're doing our due diligence and ensuring that we're making the right choices as it relates to to uh, um potential acquisitions. But I can tell you that um you know you ask if there's anything exciting that is coming. I mean every acquisition that we'll be doing we believe is exciting. And we believe will bring significant value to our our company. Oh, okay. And as a follow-up question, just to make sure I wasn't misunderstood. Uh, speaking of right choices and uh, additional corporate actions, uh, how do you feel about rights issues versus APO? How do I feel about what? A rights issue versus an APO for your <laughs> company. You know, that's what I... Um, If if I answer that question, I believe I'll be I'll be it could be interpretive. Um <laughs> let me just say let me just say that um that I think that you're in you're in as a as an institution, right? You have to listen to your investors and that's one of the things that we intend to do. I think that's the best answer I can give to that. So um, we have heard, I won't tell you what they have been telling us, but we have, been, we have heard what they have been saying. And, you know, we are, we are listening. And we intend to take their advice. All right. Yeah. All right. I thank you for your time. Yeah. yes, Hello? I was echoing, so I was giving somebody such a Oh, okay, all right, cool, cool. Is your echo? No problem. Okay. All right, boss, much respect. Much respect. I thank you, Dina, for navigating that answer very well. Let me just very remind skillfully, people, very well. <laughs> yeah, let, me, let me just remind people that um, as happy as, as we are to have him join the space, uh, he he's still running a listed company, so he he can't actually say certain things. But just in case anybody didn't hear what he said, I'll repeat it. He said that he he and his team listen, I'm paraphrasing, but they listen to shareholders and they intend to continue to listen to their shareholders. Um, yeah, and I've only heard, at least from the perspective, speaking from the perspective of retail shareholders, myself also being a retail shareholder, I haven't heard any retail, haven't really heard any retail shareholders asking for anything other than a rights issue. I know I am loud about the rights issues, so... I, I won't put Dino on the spot to answer it, but I, I'm happy that he said that he's listening to shareholders. I think that's probably the best, the best answer without crossing any lines. Sound good, Dino? Make sense? Yes, definitely. All right, perfect. Um, 
and I, and also that that you know I should ask something I think a lot of people don't know. So like I say, I think just because a lot of the noise that has happened in the space, this is a company that has actually come out and said that they're acquiring another company, and I think along the way it's gotten lost. So you know, mm-hmm. just to make it ultra clear for everybody, you are your company MFS Capital Partners, which is the mm-hmm. listed company, is acquiring is acquiring another company. Yes, we're acquiring um, microfinancing solutions. Um, you know, they, as we indicated in our in our release, the company is is regulated by Bank of Jamaica. So therefore, we um, um, we're paid foreign exchange um, based on our Cambia license. We are sub agents for both um, uh, MoneyGram and uh, Western Union. Um, we are we also do bill payment. So we do all money services, products and services to, to our clients. And um, we have locations across Kingston and we are actually, the company is actually looking to add um, more locations. So, I mean, um, before the end of this year, we should be up to maybe five locations. And what do they do? What do you do at the location? Just to be clear, what does that company do? Mm-hmm. Uh, foreign exchange trading and remittances and bill payments. Um, we exited the micro loan space and we're going into private credit. Mm. That's, that's, that's smart. So, yeah. I, I, you did that. Oh, why, why would you choose that? Because I know the micro loan space now is, is hot, but it's kind I won't say it's cooling, but obviously there are a lot of smaller players. That are coming out of that space because they can't go through the trouble of getting through the BOJ's uh, rigorous process. But you, I think you said you're already that company is already licensed by the BOJ, right? Yeah, yes, it's already regulated by the BOJ. So it wasn't um, it wasn't a situation where we were looking at where where you know um, had nothing to do with going through the process of applying. Mm-hmm. It was um, more. From a strategic perspective, where we're looking at how can you grow your balance sheet quicker but safer, right? Mm-hmm. So, um, you know, the Micros loan space has done well. It has done well in Jamaica, and no doubt it did very well for microfinancing solutions, which started out that well, that was the first and only product it started with before growing into the other product line, which I which I mentioned. Um, but you know, uh, the the space, it's a it's an area which, you know, it's when you we we have looked at um the players in the sector, and we have looked at um hold on guys, hold on. No problem. I did get in a call right now. All right, so while while it's at a call, he'll unmute one um. Okay, you can hear us? Yeah, when I hear it. Sorry, I call just came in on the, okay, yeah. on the phone. So that's why um, I chipped out for a little bit. Um, so I was saying that when we look at um, like a, a, a Cygnus, I know quickly they were able to um, grow their balance sheet. And these loans are, unlike micro lending, which is unsecured, harder to, to administer, um, higher risk. Um, you know, private credit, you know, comes with... Um, with more secure lending, um, so it's less risky, and also, you know, it you're giving larger loans, so you're able to grow your balance sheet at a much um, 
faster pace. So we, we, we think that it's an area that we would want to get into right now. Mm. Mm. That's smart. So you, you, you're still doing the, the debt, but you're doing the debt. You're doing the more debt along lines that make a bit more sense. If I remember correctly, in your last, in the last set of results that we saw from MFS, you actually mentioned uh, a new, the new line of business being receivables financing. So that's along that exact line, right? Yes, that's um, along that line. That's the area that we, we think um, present a lot of growth opportunity for the company. And um, it's, less, it's less saturated, it's less jam-packed. It's easier to administer because um, un unlike micro-lending. So we, we are looking to grow an organization. As I, I mentioned, the, the international models that we we'll look at in terms, of, in terms of building out our strategy. So we are looking to, to build an organization that has strong internal controls but doesn't require a lot of admin or a lot of back office overhead. So therefore, you don't have to have a, a, a million staff in to, to, to run a $100 billion company if we get to that level, right? So um, that's kind of what we're looking at in terms of our strategy and how we, we, we choose the different product areas that we want to get into. So, um, you know, overall, you know, I've been around for, for, for many years in terms of the financial markets. A financial sector, a lot of experience in the commercial banking space, investment banking space. There's a whole heap of different ways to make money, right? You just have to, as a company, choose the areas that you think, you know, uh, um, is best suited for the company, um, that your team, your overall team is strong in, and you, and you try to hit those out the park, right? So um, we're not, right now, we're not trying to be all things to all people. We're just trying to, to to do the things that we do excellently and grow the business to a level. Um, any company that we're going to, uh, we want to ensure that they have strong management, strong leadership, strong controls. We just come in and add our expertise to it um, and add strong corporate governance to these companies and ensure that you know we're always looking to preserve and protect um, shareholder value. Mm. So make a good answer to me. <laughs> yeah, it, so yeah, it make, it make, that makes perfect sense to me. I like that. So you're not trying to. I mean, that's to me. That's how companies get massive, right? They don't get massive overnight. Slow and steady is how you do it, and you you concentrate your efforts in the areas that you, you have a hell of an advantage in. Yeah. So yeah, to to put it to people in a, in a keen way, a clear way. I didn't realize that the notice had actually said it. Reading the notice, so the company is a sub agent of. Last come MoneyGram and Western Union. Yes, and we are one of the we are one of the very first company in um in in Jamaica, and we're not the first, but we're one of the very first companies in Jamaica to actually offer both um both um other two leading um remittance products mm -hmm. to the market, right? Um, and it, it was simple as us just asking. Right. So first we were just only MoneyGram and we just reached out to Western Union and said, Do you mind, you know, sharing a space with um with um MoneyGram? And they said no. They they come, they view our facility and you know they, they decide to and I can tell you this, we have in terms of money shops in Jamaica, our New Kingston 
money shop um, is one of the best in terms of, you know, um, set up in terms of service, in terms of um, parking, all of these things. I mean, I guess I, I give it a free ad. And that's the that's the model that we want to replicate, you know, across um Jamaica. So you go into certain places and you know it's it's you know the lines, the the environment and so on, you know, you know, you don't feel comfortable collecting there. That's yeah. safe, you know, but our our environment is is top tier. And um you know, it's it's something that you know, I don't like. I said, I have other things in terms of even for this specific acquisition that we haven't announced yet to the market. So I don't want to say too much. But you know, there are there are ways that we're looking to add additional products um, to the company post acquisition. You know, we're working on those behind the, the background in terms of um, some international relationships that we're looking to bring. So um, you know, I guess. I'll sign off by saying we don't plan to be to be sub agents forever, you know. So you know, people <laughs> can. Word. Yeah. Love that. Word. Okay. I like that, and and that's a company that is being acquired. How much other company are you acquiring? Just to remind people. So I'm one hundred percent. Okay. Yeah. So it's a, it's a nice. It's a, it's becoming. So MFS is becoming truly MFS. Mm-hmm. Yes, yes, and um, they're becoming the MFS, MFS and MFS come together. All right. Yeah, and I mean, you know, guys, like I said, we have we have other pipeline um, acquisitions. We're working on them. We just um, landing this one first, but I mean, another. We expect that another announcement will follow um, shortly, and you know, I mean, for for um for those persons who are new to to um. To, to, I mean, to to myself and to the whole MFS branding, you can just look back at a couple of things that we have said in the past, a couple of articles that were done maybe in like a 2017 to see some of the things that we said we were going to achieve and what we wanted to become. And you'll get a roadmap as to where we are going um, in short order. What year did you say? Like 2017? Like about 2017, I think, if, I, if I'm not mistaken. Oh, wow. Yeah. Okay. Okay. That's all, that, that sounds very, that, that's very, all very beautiful. specific. <laughs> that sounds very, very, very specific. Immediately. Indeed, yeah? Like, like, <laughs> you want to know it. It's like 2017, yeah, man. Yeah, Surprisingly, you're right, Andy? <laughs> no, no, which has, I mean, I remember, like, in about 2016, and sometimes, you know, uh, it just reminds me like when um when I left um I left high school and uh, I got my first job in a bank and I walk in the day and I sat down and I said, you know, um in five years I'm going to be the, the general manager. It never happened. But <laughs> so, so I said that to say that sometimes you you outline a strategy and it will take a little longer than you. Than you expect, but doesn't mean that you're not going to to achieve it. So, um, some of the things that was that was set out to 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 be, you know. So, if you look at like, for example, microfinancing solutions website, you will see where from we from who created the website how long ago, 
uh, we said that we our intention was to become a boutique full service investment house and and the premier um, um, investment and private equity firm in the Caribbean. So that was our objective from from way back then when we first created our website. And we we think that we we know that we're going to uh, to be that, right? So we are not planning to just be a, a, a Jamaican firm. We know that um, we um, we intend to um, be a Caribbean firm, and we think that um, that the you know a lot of firms you know the la- I think what what we are looking to do I think a lot of the larger firms which have already established um, a large presence in terms of brick and mortar, in terms of, um, you know, the reach, in terms of their retail spread and so on. We think a lot of those larger firms, if they did not invest in that um, over the years, then um, a boutique investment house, which uses technology and so on to reach its target clients and so on, would be the strategy that a lot of them uh, would 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 follow because you will see um a couple of years ago I worked at one of the the, the, the one of the dominant um investment halls in Jamaica and mm-hmm. when we we did um we did a an analysis right so we did an analysis back then and when you looked at the analysis right if you strip out the entire retail section at the firm, mm-hmm. um, the revenues, the total revenues would fall, but the net profit would increase, right? Because the retail, a lot of um, persons don't don't realize and understand that being a large retail institution, coming a whole heap of overhead, a whole heap of cost. That's why I see companies like NCB, Bank over the last few years have been closing a lot of branches because the costs associated with running these things and technology don't don't make you don't need to do that anymore. Right? Mm, yeah, 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 I was about to say that. Then, also, I, then I just step up. But, um, that's one of the things that I realized that you're hitting the competition with pretty heavily, meaning your footprint is smaller, yet you're able to effectively give the same level of service that people would want. So as a result, your margins naturally would be bigger, right? If, if, one, if, if both of us get in $10, but it costs me $7 to get the $10, it only costs you $2 to get the $10, your profit is naturally bigger. Yeah, that's correct. And yeah. if, for example, if you, if you look into, for example, look at, let's look at one of the products, right? Foreign exchange trading, for example. You don't need a branch in Montego Bay to have um, 50 clients in Montego Bay. You take, you put, you send um, two staff members to Montego Bay for a week. You put them up in a hotel. You know, they reach out to all of these clients. They establish the relationship with the onboard the client. And after that, when the client wants to sell foreign exchange, they just call you and you give them your wire instructions. They give you their Jamaican dollar instructions and you just do the transaction. Right. So you, so you plan to lead heavily on tech. Exactly. 
Okay, I like yeah. that. I like that. I like that. I, on that point, though, I do like that microfinancing solutions has a website, a nice website that shows you know the rates and the services and so on. Microfinancing solutions.com. But I got a message saying I should ask you about MFS Capital Markets, not Capital Markets, MFS Cap Limited. That's a, that website, um, we haven't seen go live just yet. So, oh yeah, I mean the, before the end of the month it will be live. Um, we 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 had engaged the services of um, a technician to to bring it up for us, and I think he he I was encountering some challenges, but it will be live shortly because it's a requirement for most of it. So um, mm. we will we um we we're fixing that. Um, I so that. like I said, you know, I don't want I, I guess. Even though I said it, I didn't want to have the entire conversation. I ended up doing that. I so. don't think anybody. I don't think anybody <laughs> minds you know, you know. But I, I know you've done. You've been doing the, the interview. The interview run. I'm sure for a good little while now. Uh, I should ask you this because always, you know, you get asked questions. If you could be asked questions, what, like, what's the question that you've always wanted to be asked? Yeah, that's a good one. I think. A lot of a lot of um persons will ask questions, especially when you when they are doing interviews. A lot of persons ask questions in terms of revenues, in terms of your plans and so on. But based on the current environment, mm -hmm. what I want persons to ask me about and to, to speak a lot about, and I'm hoping that I'll do a forum on it soon, is is in terms of internal controls and um you know your corporate. Your, 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 you know, your operations and so on. So, one and you know why it's interesting to me is that because for the first half of my financial life, I was a back office um, person, um, working mm -hmm. in back office, working in control. So, um, any organization that I am a part of, I always ensure that um, you know it has strong internal internal control. So, even even at where I am at now. Um, we, we ensure that every every transaction, every deal, everything has that um as a situation where it, it, you know it's a dual approval process. It's um, not no one person can't you know do certain transaction, can't move monies in a particular way. Mm -hmm. You have to ensure that your reconciliations are on point. So it's it's a topic that I would love to kind of sit down one day and present to an audience on, and to you know I guess it's not it's not something that it's easily yeah, that you can easily vet an organization on. So I guess that's why persons have gotten so so scared in terms of their investment dollars and so on. Cause you can't go to Scotia or any of these companies and say, hey, let me see your, your policies and procedures, right? Not easy. So I guess you just have yeah. to trust the fate of the organization, but um, it's a it's 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 one of the things where if you're not on point with it, it can bring down your company. And you can look at you can look at a lot of the the, the greatest. Uh, I can't remember that fraud now that happened at um, this company in 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 Europe where the guy was both on the, the, the initiating and the approving side. I, I, I remember it. I'll tell you guys about it one day. But um, that is one of the things where you have to ensure that um, 
you know, you put in the infrastructure work and you spend the, the money and ensure that your controls are there and that um, your compliance function is really strong. Wow. That's not what I'd expect to hear you want to talk about. I like that you're talking about that. And yeah, that's one good. thing we know. So Danai also is from that it's, side. Of... It's notorious for the business side to not want to talk about that. So it's pretty, it's pretty, pretty thing that pretty big that the business side is talking about, wants to talk about that. That's, that's pretty strong. Yeah. yeah, because you know you have to you have to you know what has happened as as shaking the confidence of you know the invested market. So mm -hmm. it's important that you try and bring back that and you try that persons need to understand that you know it if you if you really dig down deep into it mm -hmm. based on what we have seen so far, we don't know what else will come up, but you have seen so far shows that it's a failure of your of, of the internal controls in the organization because uh, one employee is not supposed to be able to get instructions from a, um, a client and another person in the back office doesn't directly verify with the client that um, they in fact did send the, the, the instructions. That's a simple, that's a simple um, control mechanism that should be in every organization. I, I love that I hearing that from you and and I think it's a good sign, especially because you, as you say you, you cut your teeth in the back office earlier and the company you're acquiring is under the BOJ and we know the BOJ don't play when it comes to their uh, controls. Yeah, man. and yeah. the fact that you, you, you've kept you've gotten and maintained all of those um, licenses from the BOJ, I think is a great point because no. Well, we're at the point now where BOJ is going to be the one running everything, everything. and overseeing everything. Yeah, and and that I think is a testament to how strong the BOJ has been on control. So I am happy to hear you say that. Um, I I really never expected you to say that. Actually, yeah. <laughs> I'm properly surprised. That's the thing that you'd love to talk about. Wow, wow. You mentioned that you're at a couple of places. Where have you been? If you can say, if you want to say. Or, or what, what have you done in the past? Because I don't think people really know much about you. About what, what... Well, I mean, I was I was um, at a treasury at First Global Bank for a little bit. Mm -hmm. I was senior vice president at Mayberry um, for treasury trading and asset management. Those are the two, my two most... Um, um, recent appointment before going and um, becoming an entrepreneur. Okay, uh, what, what's your um, what's your favorite? Everybody wants to part. Everybody in finance yeah, wants to part of finance that they really you like. Love. What's your favorite thing? Well, let me tell you, I I do love um the whole aspect of um treasure management because you know starting out as a trader, you know, and when you're trading an asset class, your focus is on that asset class. Right. Um, so therefore, you're looking, for example, at um, maybe, you know, the equities and, you know, what are the fundamentals or technical analysis for the equities? Are you looking at FX? Are you looking at the fundamentals and technicals for your FX market? But, you know, when you're the treasurer and you're in charge of all the traders and all the asset class and you're able to see, you know, the, the actual flow of money and, um, you know, where the flows are going and also, you know, taking into account interest rates and, you know, doing a gap analysis. I think it 
helps you to make better decisions in terms of trading all the asset class. So the trader will have can have more a more short term view because he's seen what is happening on the day or the week and, and so on. But you know, you know, when you're the treasurer now, you kinda get uh, so I love I love um being in charge of the entire treasury management aspect of the organization, you know, being able to yeah. Most a lot of people that listen don't really know finance. So a lot of non-finance people listen. Pretty much that's the control of the money for the entire let's say a company or the whole uh, machine. Yeah. Right. So like so like if, if it was a bank and like Bido said, you know, two people in the bank might work in 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 just foreign exchange. But the head of the money for the bank has to think about the overall picture, which is why sometimes you might see them making decisions that from a limited perspective don't seem like it makes sense, but they are seeing a much wider thing. So you like the macro view. Exactly. So um you know that's that's um that's an era where you realize that almost all the financial institutions in Jamaica, the the treasurer actually is in charge of the trading team. Mm -hmm. So all the traders and so on will report to the treasurer because he he has that global view. You know, he's the one that, you know, if it is that, for example, you know, just to give a quick example, for example, it's good to, to go long US dollar, right? Mm -hmm. Because the, the, the Jamaican dollar devaluing, so you want to lock, buy up some US dollar. But the, the, the Jamaican dollar money market trader is short and don't have no money. You know, the treasurer have to override the FX traders and know you have to, even though you're going to make a loss, you have to sell because we need Jamaican dollars. We need to cover our position. So, you know, it's some of those decisions, as I just said, that um, persons will see maybe one side and say, that doesn't make no sense. But, you know, when you're looking at the global picture, you know, you realize. And it's also, it's also that person who other persons in the organization have come to for example they had a they had a credit for example might want to disperse a loan for a billion dollars um say at six percent because it really want to grow him loan book that's his that's his mandate he has to grow his loan portfolio the the, the bank tell him same need for you know grow the loan portfolio by x percentage right so come and then go to a company and the company say yeah me borrow a billion dollars from you but more for it at six percent the treasurer Will say no, but why would I give you? Why would I approve you giving a loan at six percent when um, the risk free rate, rate, which is the treasury bill or the BOJCD for some persons, is at eight percent? You know, make a sense. Can you give out a riskier loan to an interview to a corporate when the government will pay you eight percent on a CD or the treasury bill yield is at nine percent? So the treasurer. You know, it's the one who also will set um, your loan rates and so on. So it's a, it's an era where, you know, for young bankers, young um, um, persons who want to grow in the sector, it's an area that you that person should aspire to want to be. Okay. Yeah. I like, I like that. All right. Um, I see we have Ali Alexa. Alexa, who joined us? Alexa, do you know? Uh, the wealth not. The health. Oh, yeah, the wealth not. The wealth not. The wealth I like not. that. Hi, good night, everybody. Night, Mr. Hyde. Evening. I just had a... Boy, I think you're saying probably Mas Cliff. We can barely hear you. I'm using my phone. Hold on. Any better? I see it's a banger. 
<laughs> I don't have to do a joke about that. No. Um, is that, am I in a blow though? yourself? Not really. Not really. We can't, we can't hear you. We can't make right. it. You, just, well, you want I, to just use the phone directly? Yeah. Well, I typed my first question in the chat. I don't know if you could read it while I deal with the audio. I was just asking okay. about the real estate activity of MFS, which I know Mr. Mm. Hines has spoken about some time before. Wondering if he can share. Ah, yeah. Okay, yeah, Dina, I don't know if you if you heard her. She's asking about the, the real, real estate, estate side of things. Because you'd spoken about that earlier, I guess I guess earlier in the whole uh takeover process. Yeah. What do you mean, right, Alexa? Yes. Right. I think we, we did say yes that our core, um, our core areas of interest are um, money services, investment banking, and real estate. Mm -hmm. So um, we do have we do have pipeline acquisitions that we're looking at, which in that are in that space. Um, I mean, if you want me to, I don't have. I don't have nothing to announce in terms of MFS Capital Partners, in terms of real estate, of course, you know, really I couldn't do that. But um, mm -hmm. in terms of um, our private companies, you know, I mean, I can just tell you that we have already acquired, we have already acquired significant amount of real estate in terms of um, just acquiring them. And mm -hmm. we're looking to, to move to the next phase in terms of those um, assets. Um, b before the end of this year in terms of starting um, um, development of at least one of the lands, the, the, the parcel of lands that we have um, acquired. Also, it's undeveloped land you have right now. Right, we have undeveloped land. We have land, land um, that is, that is um, we think they are very attractive in very attractive areas. Mm -hmm. And so on. And like I said, guys, this is not in the public companies, you know, mm -hmm. private companies. Yeah, um, that we have acquired. Um, you know, we have acquired in, in 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 total, we have acquired close to fifty acres across Jamaica already. And these are prime um properties that are already zoned for residential. Um so we just need to as I said, we would need to do uh, get our architectural drawings done, um, get our approvals from the various parish councils and so on before we can start building. Um, but we are hoping that at least one of them we should break ground before the start of the year, before the end of the year. And of course, you know, we're going to make a lot of noise about it when we, um, <laughs> when we break ground. Okay. Are we looking forward to that then? Alex, yeah. I, I hope I hope you heard that. I hope yes. you I have um, one other question, if I may. Yeah, man, go ahead. Um, again, some time ago you talked about, well, you kind of said that um, earlier in Brick Talk where you're more interested in acquiring. Um, but I think some time ago you had mentioned <clears throat> like some interest outside of Jamaica. I was just wondering how that was going. Uh, I think you said something about Barbados and Guyana. If you can, share. <laughs> yeah, uh, we can share to some extent. Um, yeah, we do have, we have not signed off on anything in either country, but we're still, 
going through the process in terms of um, due diligence. We um, we have gone to we have, not myself, but um, a member of our team visited um, Guyana late last year. We made a lot of um, connections there. Um, we have been having back and forth conversation. We think another visit is necessary. Um, in short order for us to kind of tie up something. So we're planning to do that maybe before the end of March to, to do another visit. Because like I said, we did one visit um, late last year. We have been having telephone conversations with two potential um, partnerships in Guyana. And we think another visit might be necessary for us to be able to sign off something. Mm. Thank you. Yeah. All right, and thank you, Sir Dino. Um, safe trip. I hope that's a very fruitful trip. <laughs> yeah. 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 Really. We have been. I mean, we 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 we're looking at. You see, one of the things is that you have to. I mean, there are certain areas in Ghana and certain not even non-financial sector areas that are really attractive because, for example, we have been having some conversations with um, a party that's in, um, you know, mining, that has a whole heap of permits and um, land, has the permit, has the land, but need mining equipment. So, you know, he, he came to us looking debt financing, you know, we talked to him and said, hey, maybe, maybe equity funding would be a better strategy. So, you know, the opportunity is there because... Um, you have to look down the road and see what, what Guyana is going to need. So with the economy growing so fast and a lot of um, expatriates and so on moving to Guyana, you know, the housing market will will um, be picking up, you mm -hmm. know, in the future if you're looking to it. So, mm -hmm. um, and with this guy having hundreds of acres with sand and all of these things, um, it, it it would be a great opportunity if we're able to pull it off, but we just need to be able to pull off um something um, uh, um in short order. So we're working on we're working on stuff, you know, guys. Um Okay. Oh sorry, you said you said you asked him what was his response? No, I mean it, it it's favorable, but you know why it is that why, you know, when you're in this private equity space, sometimes Deals take a little longer to come together because persons, mm -hmm. you have to sell a lot of a lot of these guys on the fact that yeah you're giving up um you're giving up a stake but it will be a larger pie yeah so that's that's kind of what you have to sell people on because for a lot of them it's their baby you know they have grown it they have struggled with it they have brought it to a point where you know it is um now something that other people are interested in mm -hmm. so. You know, convincing them to say, "Yeah, man, give me fifty-one percent," is is a hard pill to digest. You know, so mm. um, it does take a little time sometimes to get um, that shiny object that you're going after. Well, you put in the work. Fifty-one uh, percent. Yeah. I like that talk. Uh, <laughs> yeah, is it me? <laughs> <laughs> I really like that talk. Um, <laughs> I <laughs> like a question. I noticed, I don't know if I have it right, but I think you guys have also, when you just 
Wait, before I even move on, because you made a great point there. It is hard to convince private company owners to give up a piece of, regardless of 51% or not, give up a piece of what they have built. But you yep. would have gone down the exact same road. How, mm -hmm. how, why, why were you convinced to do it? Because you didn't have to do it. Mm -hmm. Yeah, that's that's correct. I mean, you know, it it is when you when you come out of the financial sector <laughs> and you kind of get a feel of the capital markets. It's, I guess it's easier because you have seen it happen so many times. Yes. Yeah. A part of committees where you are where you have brought companies to the market and so on, and seeing the growth of a lot of companies that have been listed on the stock exchange. I mean, look at some of the companies. If you look at some of the companies and like talking about CPJ earlier, yeah, CPJ list was not CPJ today. Yeah, so you have seen it, so therefore it's easier for you to say, but it's better to be a part owner of a ten billion dollar business. You know, you get it. You know, you know what the price smell like when it make already. So right. So um. I guess it's an easier decision for somebody who has seen it in action. Mm -hmm. um, so um, it, it's an easier decision for myself. Mm -hmm. Right. Well, I, I'm happy. I'm really, really happy to I'm, hear that. I'm happy you're sharing the pie, sorry. Yeah, man. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Really, really happy sharing the pie. Uh, lighter question. I noticed that your logo changed between like the quarterly reports and mm -hmm. annual report is a completely light thing, but I noticed that you got a, like a nice logo. You, you bring the bull in. Bring the bull in. Yeah. 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 You see, one of the thing is that we have a, we have a, um, we have such a, a nice board of directors, a strong, diversified board of directors. One of our directors, our, um, our background is um, in marketing and so on having worked in a lot of large organizations, um, mm -hmm. created, um, you know, their their logos and so on. So he was quite adamant that this is the the logo that she wanted and so on. So, I mean, with, with, I take the guidance, you know, I'm very happy that I have that team that I can rely on to give me guidance. Um, Annika, Annika Jengeli? Yes, yes, yes. Okay, yeah, yeah. So the people on yeah. YouTube are seeing the seeing your um the last annual report that, that you put out. So the profile of the directors are there. Yes, so, yeah. yeah. Mm -hmm. So we we therefore we um you know we're looking to to, to um draw and I would draw on um our directors, you know, at the areas of expertise. You know, we do have um a, a lawyer on our, our board so we can draw on her. For guidance in the areas that we need, so yes. So um, making sure that we give the people them them, them, them flowers and the names get called properly. Yeah. So um, it is it is something that we 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 are happy about, and of course we will over time, as as the company grow, we'll expand the board um more. So um. That is the 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 new logo is 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 um based on the the guidance of our director Anika. Okay. Okay. Yeah. Well, I like it. I, I personally like it. I like I like interest. Yeah. I like the look. Yeah, yeah I really, really yeah. like the meaning. <laughs> yeah. 
Well, your share price has been bullish for a lot bullish. of people, but I think there's even more to come. Of course, none of us can read the future, but if those plans that you're talking about come to fruition, then uh, I think we'll all have a very, a very happy, happy time to come. Bring some shareholder value. Yeah, and you know, I've looked at, I've looked at um, this exercise, this part where on, I've looked at it. Um, not as an overnight thing, you know. I've looked at it. Uh, I mean, you know, I'm we're not I'm not trying to to advise anybody. I mean, based on my position, I can advise people to buy my stock or to not buy my stock. All right. But what I can say is that we know the part we're on in terms of um, you know our long term build and what we have in the pipeline and what we know will happen in another year, another two years. And you know, we're really excited about it. Um, you know, you, you, being a being in a private company and so on, you know, is is all good and well. But I guess maybe based on my personality, I'm excited to have to answer to a board, answer to shareholders. I look forward to that. I look forward to um, we have committed that the last virtual um, would be the last because our shareholders said. They want to. They don't want that anymore. So, yeah, we next see in person, and you know, I look forward to standing up in front of everybody and getting beaten up if necessary, or getting praised if 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 it's warranted. So, um, I, I love good. that sort of attitude. I, I love that yeah. you're doing that. You're not looking to move away from it at all. No, we we would definitely think um, we're on. We definitely we know we're on a winning path, right? And um, like I said, we can't say a lot, but based on the based on what we have been working on, right? If if ten percent of what we have been working on, and I know a lot more percent higher percentage of than that will happen, but if ten percent um of what we're working on happens, we'll be a ten billion dollar company in three years. Jesus. Yeah. Somebody write that down. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Wow. Yeah. Wow. 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 Big up. Big up. Well, sir, you know, thank you. I don't want. Quick. I don't want. Yeah. We're, we're out. I know it's a Friday evening. You probably have some great things you might want to go do. Uh, I like that you started off with a question about another company. I don't know if you have any other Trust questions me. you'd love to ask. What, what, tell me another stuff that you like. Outside yeah, right. of MFS, of course. Tell me another company well, that you like. Let me tell you. Um, in recent times, I've been mm-hmm. I've been buying some some NCB, and you know it has gotten beaten up a lot, especially because of the fact that they have not paid any dividend this quarter. The last quarter wasn't great, but then I mean a discount the last quarter based on the last financial year, but it has gotten really beaten up because um because um of the the lack of dividend and so on, and yeah. you know I've looked at it and I was like you know. I don't know when they were going to start back pay dividend. And I don't know if this is the bottom, but, but they were going to start pay dividend at some time. Yeah. So I'm going to start pick up some little, little. And, you know, if I go down more, I'm going to pick up some more. Whether it's, like, whether it's six months or a year from now, you know, Mr. Mr. Leachin needs some dividend soon. So, yeah. <laughs> yeah. Well, I just, I saw an article today from somebody. I don't know accurate is, but I saw an article from in a girl group where somebody was sharing that I think he's selling his yacht. Where's on that? Do you know about it? 
no, 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 a lot of these financial institutions that do benefit a lot when interest rates go up, you know. I mean, yeah, you have the side where um, there is the risk where their non-performing portfolio can increase if it gets a bit out of hand in terms of the interest rate. But um, in, in, if you work in a bank like I have, you know that when, um, in, when interest rates go up, you move, you move the rate of your loan product first and then the, the rate and deposits lag. So therefore, your, your spread on your, on your credit portfolio will increase in the short term and benefit mm. the institution. So, I mean, there is some possibility that, you know, some of these financial institutions, um, I don't know if, I don't know, um, some of these um, institutions like a NCB or a, as Kosha, which has those large loan portfolios, can benefit in the short term, you know, yeah, when interest rate moves. Yeah. That's a, a true point. And of course, NCB being the largest. Of yeah. Well, it was technically. The problem, problem there is that they're not pure banks. I think that's, that's where you might see the problem. Yeah, that's that right. Yeah, because I think one of the things that affected them, if I remember correctly, was um, their insurance portfolio, yeah. not the bank bank side, I think, which which Yeah. <laughs> Forward, yeah. the bank has been a problem of in years past. Yes, yes. So um that's one of the things that um persons should look at. But um I think there might I don't know when it will bounce, but I think there will it will bounce. Is that stock that was trading at two hundred and forty dollars before COVID, you know. So um Yeah, it was it was I think that was twenty uh 2020, yeah, I feel it. I feel it in 2021. Sorry, I'm looking at GHL instead of NCB. But NCB hit those levels of 200 and odd in 2019. So August 2019, it was around that level, and it's a bigger company now than it yeah. was in 2019. Yeah, yeah. I think it has really gotten beaten up with the dividend this year. So, um. I guess we'll have to see. I think, you know, any any bounce in the stock will have to come with them starting to pay back dividends. All right. Well, yeah. we're smart. You're getting in the work, you're getting your shares in early while it's still way below its its prior highs. So I cannot that as a strategy. And you say you're buying it little little, so it's only like dollar cost averaging to me, which this is as bets go in the financial space, NCB is, is is not a bad bet at all, in my personal view. Yeah, I mean, if it is a, if it is something that you're not looking to to make a capital gains off in a month or two months, if it's something, mm -hmm. it's, it's a more long term play. Mm -hmm. yeah. All right, no problem. I see. All right, I ask one more. I see Doctor Bill himself have him hand up. So Doctor Bill, I think the question you have for me or Dana or for for Sir Dean. Just a last question for Sir Dino. Good evening, sir. Thank you for joining. Good evening. I was actually going to ask you to make sure that when you um when you go to the when the next AGM when you go to a um a live AGM that you keep a hybrid format, please. But then again, I'm thinking by that time, if your plans as you say, even ten percent come to fruition, I don't think I'll have a problem taking a flight. 
<laughs> no, I think I think I, but I think also with with I don't think I don't think any company will go back to full full in person. I think everybody now will offer um some amount of um hybrid. Hybrid. Yeah. Yeah. Yes. That's the way forward. And, and the fact that you you're leaning on tech in your business, it only makes sense to lean on tech. Um, yeah. Completely. Mm-hmm. Yeah. 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 So sir Bill, you, you, you might not have to send the jet after all. <laughs> Can make it online. Yeah. Annual MFS. Big up, big up, big up. All right. Thank you for that, sir Dina. All right, sir Dina. Uh, uh, I don't know if you have anything else you want to ask. I don't want you. I don't want to keep you too long. If you want to stick around, you're more than welcome. No, I think um that's it for me. Um, I'm gonna actually uh, hop off now because I had another engagement which I kind of push back. But um, I definitely will be joining in the future, um, asking questions and participating, not being the focal point as I was tonight. You're in good um, standing now. We've had, we've had quite a few, uh, especially in the finance field, quite a few uh, top players join us. So thank you for yes. joining that, that, that set of them. Um, Indeed. And Where's yeah, you're always welcome. All right, thank you guys. All right, big up, big up, sir Hines. Cool. All right, so Danai. What's good? Well, boy, everything good, don't it? Yeah, boy, <laughs> the man said, the man said three years, 10 billion. Three years, 10 billion. Good, good, what? Yeah. That's when, I, when Jerry tell him goals. That, that's when I go? When Jerry tell him goals. Uh, <laughs> big up, big up, Jerry. Uh, guys, if you're just, just, just joining, uh, welcome. It's Brick Talk as usual. We've had, we just had a wonderful conversation with Dino Hines from MFS, who was, was talking about just his own um, likes on the market, some of the things he liked, a little bit of MFS, and a lot of his own future plans, both private and some of them public. Uh, I, I hope you enjoyed it. And of course, we can talk about anything else that you want as usual. So send a speaking request if you have any questions or anything. Before Sir Hines joined us, we were talking about what is the hot topic of the week. The, um, the, the impact of that, that uh, announcement, and it kind of fizzled out, much like the, the share price. But anything else, anything you want to talk about, send a speaking request. If you're on YouTube, check, check the description, you'll see a thing called a space link. Click it, send a request, and we will talk whatever you want. We're more than happy to talk about it. Uh, yeah, that's our any topic. Sir Piggles and Sir and Dr. Bill, Dr. Bill spoke before. Sir Piggles, I don't know if you had that, another question or anything you want to talk about before you ask you know, those questions that you know the man can't answer. Um, no, not really. No, my work here is done, you know. But um, <laughs> I don't know. I'm just come and get you and gone. Just one right there, if we can get um, I like if we can have some of those guest people come on this. You know, I'm gonna try to arrange a guest talk, isn't it? Yeah. Are they your people, sir? Yeah, man, we love to have them. Let's bring them across. Yeah, man, the, the door is open to anybody to send a speaking request every week. We do it. It's not. Yeah, it's not. Make some, make some calls, cause this can't go on. So far. Please, 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 please. Uh, them can have them biggest cheerleader and fan on it every week and then they'll come on man. Ask them to come on and talk. We'd love to hear from them. We'd love to talk to them. And you don't also you don't have to just be about Fescas here. We'll we like hearing about other things. 
Oh, I was saying, oh, I was just saying that from the from the notice because remember, somebody living in the future, right? So, I said the email, the message from Observer about the um, countries SL is going to going to Egypt to discuss this APO thing. I said, Jaja, I'm gonna look panicky. I was like, mm -hmm. it has begun, and so said so done. But, um, people just go and hold the faith. All those have one, three, eight SL stock, keep holding the faith, and um, just how she look. All right, cool. <laughs> <laughs> Troublemaker out. <laughs> big up, big up, figures. <laughs> oh boy. That I. Least interesting thing you've seen this week. Least? Oh. I surprised even though you don't really catalog the least interesting one. Yeah. You just move fast. But let me try now. Least interesting. Oh, wow. See, don't remember those. Open a new stuff on My Money JA. Big up those guys. Yeah, completely. <laughs> PBS <laughs> board to consider dividend for a perpetual cumulative redeeming reference shares. That's that's probably that that, that might yeah. be the least interesting thing. Even but even though there is um the possibility of, of money there in everything. Yeah, yeah. Indeed. Are there any I mean, other perpetual? It might fit somebody. Share? It might fit somebody. If you have a lot of money, it might be great, right? Yep. Yeah, if you have, if you have a, and true, you have a lot of money. Yeah. Perpetual, you know, as long as his companies are around, I must eat a small food. I must have some. Some must go on for me. Some must go, yeah. <laughs> wow. Um, I, I, I actually had something to talk about it and I completely forgot it. Um, not with not with the PBS, but with another point on the market. Hmm. And and just going back to the point that Dino raised, the very first point that he raised when he asked about everything fresh. Mm -hmm. uh, and he spoke about you know how they're yes they're like so competing with CPJ, um, but the whole tourism thing I think the rising I tide, think, yeah man that that's that's exactly the point I was going to make. Your rising tide lift all boats, and I think that oftentimes we talk about tourism so much that it just become like a little mouthpiece thing. We just repeat it's just like a soundbite, but we forget that yo really and truly there is massive 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 impact in um coming from the space, and I don't just mean in US dollars, although that, that is, of course, one of the, the, the great things about it, but there's massive impact coming. I was glancing through CPJ's latest results that I think came out today. <clears throat> and they were, they were saying, they had a drop in profit, but they were saying that uh, they are anticipating an unprecedented, I, I don't know, I'm going from memory. I should just open, I should just open the results and say, but they they are anticipating an unprecedented, an unprecedented rise in tourism locally, I believe, as in the MDNA. And as thinking about how true it is and how normal we take that nowadays, that, yo, there are hotels being built like crazy, which imply a whole heap of knock-on things, right? I mean, those, those hotels are not going to stay empty. Uh, those people that go there have to eat food. When they're there, they have to enjoy themselves. When they're not there... They are, um, when they're not there, they have to go to their, their things like Dolphin Cove, right? Mm -hmm. um, how many people you think visit Jamaica and get told on the tour bus that Jamaica have the the best KFC in the world? Every. Most. What, what, what percentage of them do you think stop and buy KFC, right? And then who you sell know. KFC, <laughs> right? JBG. When, when you think about, when you think about like the fact that as much as we, from both about oh this water better than that water like the water in Jamaica is 
or there's a magnitude better than or uh, than water yeah. all over the world. Yeah. Um, what do you think the water comes in? Ten percent. Even ten percent. Oh, that ten percent thing really the key. Surface. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> it surprised me too. The, the billion. Yeah, I, I like hearing. I like. I like hearing the billion. I like hearing ambition. Ambitious plan. Yeah, man. And I really like hearing that Guyana point. Wow. I don't think I've, I've heard or read anything like that anywhere before. Yeah, big up, big up this data for that. If you, if you just join, you don't know what we're talking about. Or if you're watching on YouTube, just skip back like maybe 30 minutes or 20 minutes and you, and you, should, you should hear that conversation. Uh, but yeah, going back to the CPJ point, that they're saying that they're preparing for the unprecedented expansion in the number of available hotel rooms, some of which are already in the advanced stages of development. So that's a company who is linked very much to the human side of tourism, meaning mm -hmm. actual bodies that come into the country. Everything from the toilet tissue to the food they eat to the drinks. Mm -hmm. So they have full a experience. Yeah, the full experience. <laughs> um, and they, so they have a full view of what it means. When, if they're excited and they're them, so them increasing them trucking fleet and them upgrading infrastructures, like, you know, the crowd coming. Mm -hmm. So they're prepping. And I, yeah, as, I'm as, using as much that as tourism is a bad rap, it is Jamaica's rising tide. Yeah. And, and and it and well, of course the constant, um, which is the money from foreign, which is funny because as we hear MFS MFS is going into that, buying a hundred percent of that company. Yes, sir. But then I realized that the man said that the smallest percentage he mentioned a while ago is ten. Yes. Every other percent was oh, how much was he buying? Hundred percent. <laughs> Over in Ghana, you know, it's hard to convince a man to give you, you know, fifty one. Fifty one. Fifty one. Damn. <laughs> damn that's a subsidiary damn yes, yeah. anyway Georgia. yeah uh so this was a, this wasn't a, a boring point at all but it was a, a nice tangential point mm -hmm. a set of results that didn't necessarily look that great right the yep. profit was... i know people see this on vix yeah and... but huh. before, before this wasn't so happy though was it it was it was mostly flat it was 1.6 yeah. million us um, which was the same as it was a year before. Is it a cool off? Roughly, yeah. You think so? No. <laughs> I mean, what we see. I mean, in terms of like profits, I was sure, but the company, not, not by a mile, bro. Well, not by yeah. a mile. Don't take it light. The, the, the profit, the, the revenue is increasing, and even though the revenue is increasing, extra mm -hmm. was at roughly 5 million US yeah. came in, in revenue. Yes, and yeah. and I, I look at this uh, as always. It's the if it's not quote unquote good now, <laughs> well, that's that's a good deal, right? If, if if it's, I always find that point interesting. Just on the, just on the view to the longer term. I mean, always, I think people look at that a bad thing. Boy, companies, it is a good company for the long term, and invest at the share price going down. No, like it shouldn't be VIX. If you really have a long term view, like you are getting the deal you want. You're getting the. You're, you're, if you really think somebody is selling this off, call them stupid, call them chaos, it's two years down the line or one year from now. Exactly. <laughs> right? Like, yeah. Oh, that's either those sold to me? Thank you. Thank you. Exactly. Yeah, the, the, the market becomes a whole lot easier when we realize that the person on the other side I'm of the sorry? trade is not an not idiot. Exactly. They're not stupid. Um, yeah, so selling isn't bad. And yeah, what, what I, I heard of a story of CPJ a year ago. Mm -hmm. Was roughly, roughly like yeah, you're going twenty dollars and thirty one cents. Yes, yeah, so around half. Yeah, I know. Yes, yeah, about half. 
Yeah, the funny thing is, you go back a year before that. And it was and where we are. It was it was it was, it was it was it was three times that. It, it, yeah. A year before this was a third of what it is now. Yep. Yep. Ja, ja. It's so funny that kind of perspective. Cause that looked terrible just now until bring it up. Until out. where the weather come yeah. from. It looked like a fifty cent a fifty percent drop. But then mm-hmm. the girl grads who know this story buying from early twenty twenty one. Yeah, and, and some yeah. of Dana's customers. We know this story, yeah. To them, we ate, we ate. <laughs> yeah, to them, eleven dollars is a nice three x, four x, or then maybe five x. Maybe if they're, if they're mm-hmm. skilled, if they're skilled, you can yep. get a five x outside. But yeah, the market is wonderful, and this is a great example of um, a, a rebirth stock, if you will, rebirth in air quotes. Yeah, wonderful nonetheless. Um, yeah. But tell me, you know, think of another rebirth story that you might know. Rebirth. Yeah. <laughs> All right. So yeah, fine. That, that's a very interesting one. Yeah, I mean MFS was obviously know, one, and I'm yeah. very happy to the stars aligned, um, having him on. Uh, I've seen him on the timeline, and I see people. Well, the Green, the Phoenix company, you know, born again twice. Yeah, man. Oh God. Yeah, no. I think so, Christian. Yeah. <laughs> I want to make a comment, but I, I, I'm trying to be more mature. <laughs> I made a comment in the in the girl ads group. <laughs> but yeah, it's a it's a hell of a turnaround. Key uh, insurance. Around. This one looks like it's 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 actually it's actually um stock. Key insurance, it's a good one. Uh yeah, you tell tell it. Key insurance. Why is it, Boy, it was it was going through it. Always in problems, regulator about running back. Losses mm-hmm. on top of losses on top of losses. Mm-hmm. And the company was, it, it, it was look like, it was looking like, boy, either we're shutting down or we're getting bought out. And it, it was, it, it even felt like, I don't think for me, but I think a good amount of the market was, there was a lot of no faith in key insurance. Remember that? This company, why would you buy that? It was, it was really the company that, like, yo, this, this shouldn't be listed, all of that. And then GK shows why. Rebirth, the, the, the giant coming, take them under the fold, give them some money, bring them back up. And the interesting yeah. point, key insurance really holds that three dollars pretty thing there. And then look, and I look at the valuation now, three dollars before the, when the problems was when three dollars key insurance was rich at three dollars one time. Oh and yeah, the PE yeah, is yeah, ten. Yeah. So it, it was coming from the point. I mean, it was last is only, so I couldn't even take that at PE. It was why this company trading at three dollars. It should be people are saying we really can't expect that this thing worth anything more than the mm-hmm. assets that are there. And mm-hmm. then no, it's still growing. It since since GK has bought it, it hasn't stopped growing year on year. So yeah, yeah proper rebirth. As much as people don't really look at it right now, if it's also something I watch very interestingly. Especially because it's a part of the GK group. It, it is not an outlet for them whole in, it, it's not an outlet for them whole insurance network. This is a piece of the pie that, that has to eat a certain level of food that they get in, that they get into the business. And so the benefits. more GK grows, and it, it benefits across the whole GK group, no matter what. Correct. And you know, yeah, the insurance so. game, the insurance exactly, game. Exactly that. No, yeah, yeah, yes, you're saying exactly what I'm saying. Oh, that yeah, is, saying the that the insurance it, game. Yeah, the insurance game benefits from scale. Exactly. Um, earning season listeners, remember this from, Jesus, at this point, maybe four, five, four yeah. years ago, we said it, <laughs> yes. four or five years ago. <laughs> Before key got we started, before, before GK, we were talking about this as the thing to buy. Mm-hmm. Because, so, yo, somebody should buy this. Yeah. 
and somebody must buy it and eventually Some, it exactly yeah eventually it happened they got bought and um gk as i said insurance benefits from scale and gk of course has an entire insurance and they have grown and continue to grow mm-hmm. significantly which means that the gk group i suspect exactly. is either benefiting from or will benefit from more scale um mm-hmm. i don't know in fact off the top of my head i don't know if gk is how gk is really insurance in fact, gk just said something What's about that? insurance really what did they say can't remember means that uh, i don't properly read it i know that they and I, I know that the, the last big massive thing that we know about with them and, and insurance is that they bought all of Scotia insurance for the Eastern Caribbean. Oh man, they said um, something recent. Actually, let me check my money. I'm glad. About insurance specifically? I think so. I think one thing that I've been wondering about with GK now is, is those funds. Uh, the the funds that they, Yeah, the Unitrust that, they, that, that I think people have forgotten about that they're coming with. I actually think about them, them being the lead broker on, on um, the late 138. SL, mm-hmm. And I think that I think I about. Go through. Spark is not even my point. Big up Jerry who mentioned it because I hadn't said it out loud or anything. And he's thinking that you know. I, 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 even, I wasn't even going to that. I was like, I was just thinking again that throws again into insurance because if GK takes a stake here, it only makes sense that then that is it's property insurance that comes further into this. GK if GK throw a stake in there, then it only re, the only reasons to me that at some point. When mm-hmm. one three getting better, when whatever their expansion plans is, it's going to be real estate in my mind. Mm-hmm. So that's another real, that's another thing that falls under the GK group as insurable money that that will stay in them group. Ah, I mean so more profits like, for them. Yeah, yeah, yeah. It's like it's continuity of income window. It might not look that way because mm-hmm. it's very likely that they'll. But hold on. I mean, one three eight is heavily sagicor, no. Mm-hmm. I've also I've been wondering about that. So Sajikor is the number one shareholder in 138 student living. Mm-hmm. I think that might change. That would be very, very, very interesting if that were to change. Oh, okay. Will they will they lose the number one spot? I don't know. But the, the, the level of dilution that's about to come it's to heavy. them from... So even one yeah. of GK, if, if, if Sajikor wasn't interested in going to a certain level, what GK is... Like GK would one of the reasons for APO, one of the good things is to bring in your outside shareholder, <laughs> your outside shareholder. Um, but, and oftentimes you don't want, as a majority shareholder, you don't want to face any dilution, mm-hmm. so you screw you know, you screw the, 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 the non fundamentals. But in this case, if they, yeah, I don't, I, I don't know because I'm thinking. Mm-hmm. Sajikor might not want to lose that kind of business, right? Mm-hmm. Well, do they well, have that kind of they business? Might, they might not stay they where they are. Kind of are... Hmm? Do they? Does Sajikor have that kind of business? What do you mean? The, the property insurance. Yes. They yeah, used they... to have things there. They do have things there. They do have... They, they have Wi-Fi again. They have... Is it AGI? AGIC, yes. AJIC is there. Advantage General. Advantage General. In fact, I know for a fact they do the thing there. Yeah, man. They do the thing there. Which is also, I think, an interesting point. I forgot to mention. I did, mention, I did mention it to you. Private video, something about that. But yeah, they... they that's the same thing there. They're Wi-Fi again. Remember, they, they're, they're largely Wi-Fi. Health and... Health and life. And you know that that somewhat has to be removed. So they bought into AJIC. And that's where they push there. Hmm. 
Okay, what do you call that now? Insurance. It's a different type of insurance. Sorry, I thinking about that reinsurance point, and I, I'm trying to edit myself because I don't know much I want. So one is is along the lines of my research. Two, but mm-hmm. I, I think about that same point you said. You you were wondering around GK and insurance. So if it's insurance, I remember an article that had the head of the IAJ, I believe. Or was it, I remember the picture had Peter Levy on it, who is, mm-hmm. I think, at BCIC. And, yeah. um, yeah. Mm-hmm. Proper, this is it. Property insurance crisis from two months ago. When I saw that article. Mm. What, what were you when, thinking about it? I was thinking about, um, I, I was admit I don't I don't I don't know a lot about insurance, but my understanding is that well, it, one of the issues was that that seems to be happening is that a lot of the reinsurance is becoming a lot of reinsurance is big um, international companies from mm-hmm. you know Germany etc. And just, um, sorry not to lose everybody. You know, it's quite just so people can understand it. And I'm reading from the article here, so people can. Reinsurance is a practice whereby insurers transfer por- portions of the risk their risk portfolios to other parties by some form of. That is the most complicated way to say it. Mm-hmm. The insurance, insurance, the insurance company. That, yeah, insurance. Reinsurance is. It's a it's a big it's ladder. A big, it's a, yeah, it's the big insurers who are taking on massive risk. Mm-hmm. And then think of the smaller insurance companies buying, they're, they're being insured. So when you buy insurance on your car from, let's say, your insurance broker, that broker is actually insuring probably, your policy again. It's, yeah, it's being insured again by a bigger entity. And so mm-hmm. you pay to your broker and your broker pays part of what you pay over to them. Sometimes your and broker pays all of what you pay over to them. No, you, you pay to the broker, the broker pay to the insurance company local, the local pay to an American guy, and an American guy pay to a I think we're hearing now. What we're hearing now is thing that is that we call it more expensive. Is and reinsurance or also in, looking at our region kind of side eye. But that's a kind of right. that's another not what I didn't get the perspective that it was the top top reinsurance. It was the the middle the middleman for those guys that we pay over to. So uh, GK scale might matter more there. Right. That would explain or anybody scale. That would explain why those companies, well, like G Cancer would be scaling, scaling up. up. Yep. Yeah. Because mm-hmm. and, and right. there's so opportunity there. there. Well, there's the crisis, crisis, exactly. Sorry, say that again, Phil. Looking forward to hearing about GK Re. Was was GK Re? Making a make GK Re R E. What is that a company name? I'm just making up a reinsurance name for a, a GK reinsurance company. Okay. Well, most most reinsurance companies name Re, right? So <laughs> uh, you, you might not. You might not. Um, Man, we fire off the market. Too far. Uh, yeah, yeah. Uh, so, but what, what about? So you're saying you're thinking GK could do that? Yeah, that's what um, that's what I was thinking when I saw that. That Peter Levy article that I can't find. <laughs> yeah, I, I have I have it up on at least I think I have it up on screen. It was a um a, a comment made by one of the the Caribbean guys actually at the IAJ. I don't know what it is. I'm I'm skimming the article, so I'm sorry if I'm not getting it all right. But the 
part I'm highlighting is the important part here where, where he says specifically to Jamaica, you guys are in the headlight a little bit because your rates have not been adequate and reinsurers have been pressuring for the last couple of years to push up rates. So simply put, the bigger heads outside charge a grant to insure a car. Um, in Jamaica, they, they, for, nobody can afford to go to a grant. Like our smaller guys, and I'm saying smaller here because not smaller in the context of Jamaica, but in the context of insurance, they know that that's not where the market in Jamaica is. Not, put another way, anybody who go foreign and know about foreign, like even just vehicle insurance in America, it is, a, it is orders of magnitude more expensive than vehicle insurance in Jamaica. So the insurance rates generally in Jamaica have been low, but if the overall market is low, you know, one player can't necessarily be charging 500000 for the same thing that his, com his competition is charging 100000 for. So, I mean, whoever does that loses a lot of the market. But the reality is that it's kind of that, yo, the rates kind of have to be at the 5000 not the 1000 where they are. And the, 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 it hasn't really been fixed. And so a lot of the reinsurers are pulling out. But I'm saying all of that to say that it might actually be an opportunity. A crisis for one person is an opportunity for somebody else, right? Um, and so I wouldn't be surprised if something like GK is in there. I mean, I, I, going off even the small things, like a little banner in the background, key insurance is right there, which brings us back to the same point that Dan I was saying. GK insurance is also there, all within that group. Um, I think there might be the opportunity for reinsurance with, to, 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 to pop up there. In fact, don't they own a reinsurance? Who owns a reinsurance company in Europe right now? Jardim? No, man. Is that it? listed company does. I want to say GK does. But I think I... it's GK, but I don't want to say yes. Uh, is it Jardim or Jardim? I think it's GK. I think it's actually GK. I don't think it's Sadiqor. I think it's actually GK. It's not Sadiqor. Mm. Yeah, man. Hold on. Stop. We can check. Yeah, well, we should check. By the way, if you want to talk about anything else, you want to talk about another company, another stock, or whatever, send us speaking request. And we three finger tap. Send us speaking request. I'm really just I open the stock exchange website, and then I realize I'm, I don't know where the hell I need to go for because they're not very happy to where it. You know, so it, it it can be it can be difficult to find sometimes, but they're, they're trying. Yeah, they're trying. Give, give them a chance. So, give them a chance. They, they might have. Improvements going. By the way, that's something that should be mentioned. Let me pause. I mentioned that the JCSD portal. I think just as retail investors, that's something that we we should um all be aware of, especially in this time. So yes, the JSC yeah. did launch this week their their um their retail their JCSD portal. Uh, what can I tell you about this in a simple way? I mean, they tell you how to do it. Go to jcsdportal.jamstockx.com. I'll say that again, jcsdportal.jamstockx.com. If you're watching on YouTube or on Twitter or any other platforms in the future, you see it there at the top of the screen, jcsdportal.jamstockx.com. Um, if you have a JTrader account, if you're a broker that has a JTrader account, uh, it, your, your JTrader info works here. And simply put, it can help you to verify some of the information about what you should know. That about what should be in your account. Now, my money GA helps you with that too, but I cannot. This is a good step from JSC. It helps. It helps people to verify a lot of the information. I think a couple of weeks ago when we had Chris Berry on, he mentioned that the functionality always existed, 
And this week, the JSC well, launched this portal to make it easier to seek. You can set up your, your dividend mandates and you can do a lot of things. So I'd encourage people to actually go there and do that so you can know what's in your account. And if you are with a broker who is no longer able to trade, you probably want to go on and check to make sure that what you think is in your account is what's actually there, right? And right. to help complement you that, set up a MyMoneyJA account, MyMoneyJA.com. Set up an account. It will help you very, very much. And if you have a premium account, you will very, very soon be able to check it on your app. Some of you already can, but uh, the grower subscribers can, but more people will be able to check it on their app very, 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 very soon. Very, 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 very soon. I can't emphasize how much very the soon is. I can't overemphasize it. Anyway, Dana, you find the point yet? Oh, no, but there is a... Oh, God, I'm lost a new point. You're looking, at, you're looking for the... Stop distract me just now. No, man, that's something hit me or something. That needs to distract me away from it. Nuts for the re. I think that's the name out of it. I think so as well. I am looking at it right now, but there's something else. There's something... Oh, yes, SSL. People. Uh, so, I spoke to a client today who has an SSL account. And, you know, the interesting part... What's that? And it's not, I don't think it's a money disappears situation. It's just an inconvenient situation. She goes on her day trader and... She no longer sees her SSL thing there. Ah, SSL her SSL JCSD number. So if you have if you have an SSL account, uh, if and you actually still see your on your when you go on JTrader, you still see the SSL account represented there. Let me know. I don't know if it's a unique if it's a thing, if it's a thing unique to her. I think the JSC shouldn't take it off. No, I don't man, know if it's I a, think oh, I think maybe you missed miss some of the news. You missed some of the news. Maybe like me, you just I know it's, it's suspend, but. Yeah, it was suspended. But, but, and no, but, think... but the person can't go on and just the person's wondering what's going on. Them things are disappearing in front of them. You get me? Let's make it gray out. I can't use it. Something like that. Instead, I can't, I can't know what's going on. It starts there anymore. You get me? So that's mm. a... Well, there's this article. What's a suggestion? I don't know if maybe they were or were not able to do that. I actually have an SSL account. I should check it. I'll check it when we get off stream. Um, oh, my name something. Yeah. I, I will talk about it when I'm off here. But uh, no, I, but I had signed mine up way back in the day. I actually signed it up because I ran. Um, and, and he, as I think he has tweeted, is true. At least I, I don't, I've not lost anything. Um, mm-hmm. So, But all I had there was stocks. And stocks had the teeth, and it's even harder to pay attention to it. Yes, sir. And I do pay attention to it. So it, it, um, it's still there. At least I still own the stocks. So now a point I should let people know. Your stocks are yours. Regardless of the broker, your stocks are yours. So they can be moved around at will because they are yours. You only interface with the market through a broker, but the stocks are yours. So and I take, this, take this part with a grain of salt now. So I believe that even if you can't access it because maybe, like me, you're, you're a customer of that um, institution and it has been um, suspended at their request, I believe, mm-hmm. Uh I believe you may still be able to request that inter-member transfer. Is that what it's called? Uh, yeah, I, yes. I believe you can inter-member movement, inter-member transfer. And move, move the stock to another place. To another broker. Yes. <clears throat> um, again, grain of salt on that because there's a whole process and I don't know if maybe that's under... I, I hold on thing now. I don't know the details of it. I, I, I am... Um, I am overwhelmed by that kind of news Hello. so I don't really pay attention to it anymore. But the point that I started is all of this to say, based on what Danai was just saying, is that, you know, 
this article from Dashan Hendricks uh, that came out today that it was SSL that requested the suspension of it <clears throat> and it's been quoted as a prudent thing to do. Check the article out. Uh, I'll tweet it out and share it in the space and um, you can take a look at it just to know more and follow Danai's advice as you hear him say. I can understand how that might be scary for somebody, though. If you, know. yep. you hear always in the news, they don't know what's going on, but then they're not seeing the stocks online. So it was kind of mm -hmm. a worry point for her. Yeah. And I uh, imagine most people seeing that kind of thing, what's going on, my money. Yeah. An uh, important quote there from Dr. Street Forest from the JC saying that SSL got a directive from the FSC that every transaction that goes through the brokerage must be approved by them, them being the FSC. Mm -hmm. And trading online doesn't allow that because okay. you are in control of it yourself. So mm -hmm. as a result, um, the, I can see then it's either you're going to change the platform or you're going to disable that broker. So they, mm -hmm. they made the move to disable that broker. I understand Makes that completely. Sense. Yeah. yeah. <clears throat> One second. Yeah. Uh, no problem. Uh, anybody who wants, remember to mute that I or not. Anybody want to send a question, ask anything, talk about anything in a little time while Dana is gone? I don't want to give you guys dead air, and I, I don't want to blab on mindlessly. Sir Phil, since you're here, I yeah, found nuts for re. Oh, sorry. From GK. Yeah, nuts for the re is uh, seems to be a Turks and Caicos company, actually. Yeah, and it's a reinsurance in Turks and Caicos. But yeah, it's a reinsurance company. But I don't I don't know how how deep that reinsurance operation goes for them. Uh, meaning I don't know if it's like at the size or scale where they can take on everything, or if it's just you know maybe captive reinsurance or something. I I, I don't know. Uh, it'll be good to find out. But I know that GK has a hell of a insurance um, arm, heavy 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 insurance arm. So. That is something else. Sir Philip, you are, you're on every week, so I should ask you, what's the most exciting thing you saw this week? Most exciting for the week? Yeah, over that um, night killing what sounds like either like a I, spider or a roach. Well, that thing sounds like it's hard to do. That's the huge. Yeah, right? <laughs> I mean, you so, did... You mentioned what was the most exciting thing for me already, which is main event which results. Is, which results? Until main event results until oh, it was, was the most exciting in the background. Until Dina. Yes, yes, sir. Yes, you were. You and sorry, oh, what, what were you killing? A spider? A roach? Animal, a ro no, else, no. No, open my yard. <laughs> so like, <laughs> and the door open too. So I'll explain, but I'm right beside a bush. <laughs> Right. So, Sir Phil was saying that the most interesting thing he saw this week um, was was until the, uh, one until what are you going to say? until one thirty eight until one thirty eight oh no until Dino came on okay yeah yeah Dino Dino actually oh, no, dead, 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 dead. Yeah. some very excited things outside of the, the, the roach killing that 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 I carry out but yeah uh, what about the, the main event? Results did you find interesting, Phil? Because I don't know if we actually spoke about that. In the we spoke about them coming back. They are an example of a phoenix company, if you will, uh, you know, rising from the ashes. But 
I don't know if you're well, excited about where they are. Remember, I already did it. I think they made a mess of a bad situation. They didn't they box, the but they were flexible. They made all shut down the office to make sure the cost them so stay low, no physical location. We can't do as much business outside of we can't the party, but anything we do, anything going on, we're there. So, I'm going, man. They made a phenomenal pivot. We keep it, we can turn our own. They have to pivot into making sure the company survives. Yeah, man, into COVID and making sure oh, yeah. the company stay alive. Yeah, anything there, anyone again, those broadcast meetings, any, 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 any live broad, any live broadcast meeting, them, they were there. To make sure that they, they yeah. do the setup for it and thing. Like, did they do a couple mm. of AGMs too, Phil? Something like that? They did, they did office. Yeah, they did a lot of office work. So like, um, mm-hmm. they would set up. And, and even at the, you know, we start, we, when we're starting emerging, like little office parties, but office events, um, I don't know if they did listed company AGMs. I can't recall. Mm-hmm. But I know they did corporate meetings. Yeah, well, I mean, I like that. I, I, I remember, I don't know if somebody said this, if somebody said it, I'm giving you your praise. You can come on another weekend or this week and tell us that you're the one who said it. But I'm thinking about it. Was any other company affected more by COVID than them? Mm-hmm. I mean, the, the, the literal thing that they do got locked down, right? It was locked down, exactly. The gathering of people. Do. Yeah, literally couldn't That's do that. That's what they do. <laughs> That's what yeah, they do. I, I don't know if anybody else would, would have would have gotten um not as hard as them, no. Yeah, and to come out of it the way that they came out of it. And this Close quarter. They said that they made um most of their profit last year. In the last yeah. two quarters. Yeah, that was clear. Yeah, it was. Yeah. 123.8 million in the third quarter, 47 million in the in the fourth quarter, and a loss in the first quarter. That's not a light, 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 light thing at all. I mean, the 47 million in the fourth quarter is like roughly half of their 2019, roughly a little less. Uh, their 20, no, it's 47 or what? What am I looking at here? Yeah, so almost half, roughly in half of their, their 2019 profit figure, and they did that in one quarter, which to me looks like, you know, a company that is really, really, really set on... Um, and having a good year. Yeah, and the first quarter in January 31st, you know, so oh. our next report coming. Yes, sir. Our next report coming in, in, in a month and a week, if not sooner. Uh, what happened? What events did they have in Jamaica up to January? What was the burner boy thing? Last we year, year. Last year. Yeah, I, I was right there. December. Was great. That was December. Nice. Oh, so that wait, wait, that so that's the quarter that's about to be reported. Yes, sir. Yes, sir. Okay. And it wasn't burner boy alone. What else was it? The whole that everything. Whole, then the everything, brother. Christmas did it ram, you know. Christmas was the first Christmas, Christmas. post COVID. Parties I remember Justin like crazy. Everything. Just, trust me. Justin posted something just before I was coming to Jamaica for the Burner Boy concert, among other things. And Justin posted a, a list of of parties. Mm-hmm. You know, there was something every day. 
and there were people tweeting below him, but you forget this and you forget that. Like him put a list of 20 events. Yeah. And then people posting below and saying you forget this, that, that. Gotcha. So, I mean, events like Joe going on over this Christmas. Word. Um, was it Rebel Salute in that quarter? I think so. Maybe. Yeah, man. Yeah, man. Rebel Salute was... And then yeah. all of the New Year's events uh, mm-hmm. and all this stuff all the way to the end of January. Whoa. And um, wow. some of the carnival launch parties went on because they, they launched um, some of the carnival bands already. What do you mean? Oh, uh, then I think that's not there. Indeed. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> Indeed. So the launch, no, the, the band launches were almost like parties themselves. Oh, yeah, man. Yeah, yeah man. Proper. Proper setup. It's, it's a proper display of what's to come. And they're going to be a part of what's to come, so. Then they see it, man. They see it. Money make. Yeah. And the, 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 think about it. What was Carnival last year? In 2002. What was going on there? And then we're going into a time when Carnival full force now. Yeah. Unbridled. Things are keep and things now go stop keep. So uh, these guys are going to eat a big, big, big food. They're already eating a big, big, big food. Brother. Yeah. Everything Before, I remember, they also had the, the wedding arm. Yes. Mm-hmm. Most people are married now. And that was also a big constraint thing there. The moment we free up, they were doing that business. Yeah. Wow. Wow. Yeah. Wow. I think I think it's a blessing that anybody was looking at so, them last year. And the tourists so anybody that looking was, at them now because that aligns shit. well with the tourism business, right? Yes. Tourism. That's a line I don't hear a lot of people talk about main event and tourism. Because the wedding thing, Jamaica as a wedding destination is huge. Mm-hmm. And it's going to become bigger as we are building 8,000 hotel rooms, you know? Mm-hmm. So, oh, so look, I think uh, that like, things like Dream Weekend, Dream what, Weekend in the, the, the capacity that it was kept, when it was kept, what is going to be now, full force, fully open, main event, eat again. Mm-hmm. And I'm also ramping up the not-so-spoken-about not, not so business that they that them need with the screens. Yeah. We've seen that we've seen the cinema the, again. We've seen over the last year the how much digital screen insert, how much what do you call it again? NOA that they partner with, put mm-hmm. advertising heavily how much new digital screen screen locations they have, how much how much advertising business and main event manages that. That's more money. Mm-hmm. Yeah, in, in fact, I saw they did a launch of a there's a related company, so it's not main event, but the same mm-hmm. main but they do the management of it. Own it. No, man. What, what's the name of that company? iPrint. iPrint. iPrint did that whole thing. Mm-hmm. I forgot. <laughs> I just remember that I didn't want to talk about that. I started talking about it. I talking about it. <laughs> <laughs> so I didn't want to talk about that. There's, there, there, you know, I, I remember there's something that, because I'm looking at them, it look like they want a list, right? It looked like they uh-huh. want a list. To me, they look very listish. Mm-hmm. Um. And I thought that, okay, is it, what's the thing you didn't want to talk about? I thought it was the main event, SVL link, but that, I don't think that's anything. SVL owning 10% of the main event, uh, which, and, the, and them having that thing with K-Manus where 
actually, to your point, Phil, they have spoken about it from the perspective of tourism. That Tourists they want being to, brought to, yeah, yeah, Cayman as an event. Races at Cayman as an yeah. event, yeah, and 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 of course we know main event handles the events best, just generally, and main event now That's being ten percent owned by um, SVL and Cayman as chairman being the CEO of main CEO event. Of main event, correct. And mm-hmm. yet the thing that I never want to talk about wasn't even that. So I thought it was that what it was the iPrint Group thing. Mm-hmm. Wait, the SVL thing is that big thing? SVL looks okay. SVL bougie, no, no, bro. What do you mean? It's 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 it gets up twenty five now. Wait, what do you think? What do you think? Are they what field they go? Field they go? No, <laughs> I saw a garden there. What's that? Um, I saw pictures of garden there. Yeah, man, the thing there, the launch there. Yeah, Mute Mile, the Mute Mile. Mile, yeah. Oh, the Mute Mile. Oh, okay, okay, okay. Yeah, okay, man, okay. they had to do more. Okay. That's 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 proper events. Event being kept there, it's not properly an event space. So, Bridget and Ryan, yeah, man. Right. And they also, as we have a big screen now, there's a no right, they don't need digital, they're digital screening. They're heavy now. Was it set up or is it to be set up? I, it was think, set up. I think it was set up. I remember reading about that with the Caymanas thing. I remember Caymanas itself. I was, we were hoping that Caymanas would list. Um, mm-hmm. and it looked to me like it was going to be listed. They started to, they started to post their financials separately and then they stopped and yeah no you have to kind of dig into the svl financials to work out um what element of it is horse racing and how it is but it's obviously a big business for them and they've spoken openly they being svl they've spoken openly about how they have managed to turn around in many ways k manas and so k manas itself within svl I'm going to assume it's... I won't say... The, maybe it was the weakest element, but they have turned around the operations of Caymanas. And um, I I mean, we've been open about the fact that I hope that they list it. I hope that they I hope that they spin it off. I think they'll spin it off, but I don't know for sure. It's not my decision. It's up to the SVL team, which is really the, the, the Mayberry team also. Sir Berry, uh, big up Sir Berry and Sir Peart. Um, and what they'll, what they'll do there, and I hope that they spin it off. And if they spin it off, mm-hmm. how likely is main event to, to get that piece? Yeah. I mean, obviously, main event is going to eat no matter what. Yes, sir. But how likely is main event to get that piece? It's almost inevitable because the chairman of Caymanas is the CEO of main event. Yeah. Yeah, he, he definitely won. Just, just flowed over there, definitely. Most sick. I hear it, looking at it and I'm thinking, I don't own enough. I don't own it. Me too. I, I don't own enough. I own some, I don't own enough. Main event or SVL? Yeah. <laughs> uh, <laughs> That's it, I, I was actually thinking main event, not SVL. I don't own enough. I was SVL thinking main event too. Well, yeah, SVL, SVL is, a, is, a, is a bigger, much, much bigger player. Sometimes you get the smaller effect before you can get to the bigger effect. Um, yeah, main it event. Take longer for term. Yeah. It's funny, you know, you know, I actually sold some main event, some, not. You know, some are all of my main event. Not all, but the vast majority of my main event. Earlier, well, late last year. And I ended up buying back in. I think I bought more. I might have even bought today. I don't know. I'll have to check. But yeah, this is definitely one of those brick rebirths that are actually happening in front of us. I think in a year we'll look back on it and go, if me did know... (laughs) Yeah, of course, you, you want to know for sure, link Dana at, at, at dhalladvisory.com. 
Yeah, and he'll tell you what's best for your portfolio. If you want to learn to do what I do and what you hear us talk about doing, what at this point I've taught hundreds, if not thousands of people to do, is to invest practically, sensibly. It's not magic. It's not only for money. It's not, um, it's not any chopping, thank God. It's a wonderful, legal, sensible thing that anybody that has sense can do. And you have an advantage if you're Jamaican because you understand Jamaica better. You want to learn how to do all of that? Everymickle.com slash grow, and I will teach you. And take it from me, the person whose course it is, and I'm biased, it's the best course around. And take it from anybody else. Check the tweets. Right? People tweet about all the time. So happy <laughs> nice to people talk about it. People, yeah, people, people praise it. I, I don't know how to take praise, but at this point, years into it, I have to admit that I've built something that's pretty damn good, and I'm proud of that. And I'm happy for everybody I've helped with it. And that they continue to help other people too, so... I mean, the room nice and everybody can pay for it. That's what I always fox, say. Fox, fox. Yeah. So. And I and I and I I've paid for a lot of room from <laughs> from the teachings. So I can't make that. I I've paid for a lot of things from it. I, I mean, so, I said it already. I, I keep saying it because it keeps hitting me. I. I pay school fee from it. I know my school fee. That's the biggest part to me. Oh. My waste for more money at school. No, me I come on a help. I pay other people school fee. That's crazy to me, brother. It's crazy if you couldn't pay. That that's the thing. Like, I couldn't go think that when I get, I couldn't go. I couldn't go to school abroad because get I got a half scholarship and I really couldn't afford a half. It was too much money. Mm. My little brother, go on abroad. Brighter you than me. Better the school. Better the school thing by far. <laughs> and think that he way more focused, diligent student. All that. But sometimes, you know, the money kind of down in terms of, you know, the, the expenses that I think. And sometimes the scholarship not really cover because they're very up and down with it. And the market has been paying for over a year now. Like, anywhere the scholarship falls down, that's where the money goes. I know like, we, I'm not, I haven't even said this much. My, my, my cousin is going to school now. She grew up at high school. She went to high school. And the market is paying for her going into thing that, her, her, her nursing degree right now. Word. That is a crazy idea to me because I, I never see myself as oh you know like you always say when you're young yeah man most make money on it more me you know but you know yeah, you see yeah, yeah. I mean you've spoken about that in in a lot of ways how how your family has benefited from what you've done on the market yeah mind well, blown yeah that too yeah, I, think, I, I, I don't yeah. I, I, but you know but I think it's I think it's easier to talk about <laughs> that you know, where they've benefited in some ways you know just the kind of return that you get on that that's Trust me, the market there, things can happen for me. Just yeah, check, do it. Bro, I'll show you how. Do it. Yeah, I, I I said to people all the time. Also, also I realize people have this thinking in their mind. You know, they they almost think of selling as a bad thing. Mm-hmm. And no, I, 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 people tell me all the time. You know, boy, I, I won't call the person name, but I know the person is listed. They're telling me a story about how you know last year how things are kind of rocky and then they have to. And then up have to eat out of them portfolio because they end up spending half a hundred this and that and that. And I'm saying, yo, imagine if you never have the portfolio for cover. Mm-hmm. That is the uh, point. The point of the money is to spend it. It's there. The point of investing is to help you to do whatever you need to do or want to do in the way you want to do it. It's mm-hmm. not to say, oh, I have the biggest portfolio. Unless you want to that, don't get me wrong. It's not wrong with that. But the situations that we're going to face in life, we're going to face them no matter what. Might mm-hmm. as well you face them with more money. Uh, I remember I had a client. Like he booked, he booked before, and but 
in the time he was waiting for the session to happen, because he booked two months before, that's typical when clients book two months before, in the time he was waiting for the session to happen, he lost his job. Ooh. And the portfolio was doing enough for him. And he just, like, the initial goal, whatever, whatever, like, he lost the job. He was looking at another job, thought he was getting it, and it was going to work out. Initial goal, we reach over. And thus the profits from that was enough you know, to hold him on him. Like, he was he was paying for things. It wasn't like he was a regular normal. He was a lot of responsibility in the family. And the portfolio pay for it in the in the interim to get a new job and get money now and can push more money back into the portfolio. And that was that. The portfolio was doing it for him. That's what the money did it for. I know a lot of people, well, I think people sell when they're in a bad spot and they like, more apologize to me. Then yeah, I know I couldn't get full car. I'm sell. I'm like, that's the point. <laughs> that's why I'm doing this. It's not so the money is there for. It's not a fancy answer, boy. You know about the money in the market. Eh-eh. The money real. The money is supposed to spend when it's supposed to spend. That's why you invest. I mean, nobody tell you about, boy, I never sell a hole for 10 years. I thought, if that's what works for you, and your pocket, sure. But I know everybody that. Yeah. You can't do it. You can't be doing that five years in. You need to draw the money. Good thing you're investing. Because you can, you can start drawing the money. You have something you can pull from. You know, we all know other people. Because I'm not doing it. When the time comes, rough. So if, if you have the ability to, definitely push into it. And more than likely you have, if just think about it, it doesn't have to be to the level that you want to start somewhere. Yeah. If you have if you have more than the, the cheapest stock on the market is cents. It's cents. C-E-N-T-S. Cents. Exactly. So you if you're listening to this, if you're watching this, you have enough money to start investing. If you think you don't, or you think you don't know what you're doing, come to grow. If you don't ready for that yet, or you don't have the money, or you just want to get your feet wet, mymoneyja.com, sign up. Sign up for a free account and put in the pretend tree of them. Yep. Right? Create a portfolio and try it out. See what mm-hmm. happens. Test yourself. It's a way for you to actually test yourself. Start learning. Hit the yeah, ground running. When you have the money in hand, so you can start something with it because you know how the thing works before it starts. Exactly. I, the, the risk is, is little to nothing, right? No mm-hmm. risk because it's not like you're putting money you in. No, like you're putting money up. You're just creating a portfolio and you're, you're, you're saying, let me pretend I have a million dollars. And then buy the stocks that you you think your you're million dollars. And it's you never lose if all you do is learn. Yeah, man. Exactly. Exactly. If you get it wrong, you've learned. If you get it right, you've, you've learned. learned. Yeah. So check it out. Um, I won't have us go too late tonight since I look like everybody's shy tonight or, or Sir Dino. Hit them with the 10 billion talk and everybody go and drink and talk about it. <laughs> Send them many food. <laughs> yeah, if, if anybody wants to talk about anything else, this is your last chance. Send a speaking request. I know I have to wait like 30 seconds for people to hear that because of the lag. But I will wait and we'll talk about whatever you want to send a speaking request and we'll discuss it. Otherwise, we will say good night. Say Cliff Cumberland. Sir Cliff? Oh, I. I, I don't, I can't actually see him. Cliff has to send a speaking request. Well, Cliff, Cliff, they want to talk to Dino. Or maybe let's see what they want to say. Right, yeah, maybe, maybe, we maybe we can answer. Cliff, hold go on. Jump on. Jump on, Cliff. Send a speaking request and we'll do it. Or anybody else. I'm speaking about the Dino thing. I think one of the things that I really like hearing to was what was him talking how, how open is and talk about listening same listen to him shareholders and i like that that's impressive you don't hear a lot of companies saying that if you actually pay attention to the actual words that a lot of the corporate heads and leadership teams put out 
They talk about caring about the shareholders. They talk about yeah, doing the best for them. They talk about or doing the stuff in the best interest, but very few of them talk about actually listening to their shareholders. Mm-hmm. And his response to that question was, I listen to my shareholders. I, fo- I find that to be very, very impressive. I hope that that's where the market is turning to now. Um, and it obviously, it's a trait that him have become also. When I asked him about the logo, he said that he, uh, he listened to his other board member who has marketing skills. So that's a man who knows what he's good at and knows how to find the people that's good at things he's not good at and to listen to them which is a skill that we all need to learn, myself included. So, big him up for that. Uh, Sir Cliff. Yeah, man. Good night, guys. Good night, night. Yeah, man, up? boy. I really wanted to ask Dino the question, but I think based on what he responded to another question, I was pretty much satisfied. Okay. What, were, what well, did you want to ask him? Questions that him can't answer? You know, I think he would have been able to answer, you know, but he made an interesting tweet earlier this week. And it's just interesting because a few days after, he tweeted, mm-hmm. APO are rights issue. We see an APO announcement come out. So that was quite interesting. I say instructed him. <laughs> Well, let's 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 hear the question that you'd have asked. Well, well, so ah, yeah. my question would have been to get his personal views. I don't know you wouldn't have been able to speak definitively for the listed company, but to find out his views around the same tweet that he made, whether APO well, exactly. Question. So that's why I say you know, it was answered to some extent. Because uh, for. Mm-hmm. for for a CEO to tell me that he listens to his shareholders, then I'm sure if he look under that same tweet, he would have seen you know, <laughs> See what, what his shareholders are saying. I am so looking, that is, I'm looking at that tweet now, the responses to it, and I'm like, Jesus Christ. Yeah. Oh, no, oh, <laughs> you, you, you guys mob the gentleman. <laughs> Only a right issue is acceptable unless you don't care about us retail investors and the shareholders. And Mark, you're wrong. The... the, the Second funniest <laughs> meme account. Investor yeah, yeah, meme account <laughs> behind the great stunks. Um, MD Enterprises as a shareholder, the obvious choices are renowned to variety shit. Damn. Brick cutter himself, Spielberg Invest. This is what happens when APOs are announced. Don't let any broker or anyone tell you otherwise. And what's it? Wait there, wait there, wait there. Oh, <laughs> oh my God. You know, I'm happy about it. Mark, the same question. These are all human beings that I'm reading what they wrote. Mm-hmm. Company is like a human being, but it's not a human being. Also, companies don't give a damn about you unless they're your company. Mm-hmm. So, I am pro. The thing that has been missing from the investment conversation for the years, at least all of my life in Jamaica, mm-hmm. has been the voice of the retail. Yes, so I am proud when I see it. I am happy when I see the retail talking like this because it wasn't there before. Maybe that's why no company speaks about listening to their shareholders. Oh, of course not. <laughs> of course not. Because so if, if they listen, then they might have to do something. Uh... Wow. That, right. that is it. They, might, they might end up having to do something that's in the, in, in the best interest of all shareholders. Imagine. Yeah. Without asking them. Yes, sir. It's funny. Think about it, Dana. We have heard people, we have heard companies say in the past, um, like they, they made an XYZ move or they chose to go another mm-hmm. way 
because their shareholders couldn't supply rare. And I thought, hey, mm-hmm. I'm a shareholder. Oh, you know that. You never asked Nobody me asked that. Me. Never asked. Yes. <laughs> well, yeah, so it's refreshing to hear a CEO speak about listening to his shareholders and acting that way. Um, I won't even be coy about this right issue. Renounceable right issue. Right issue. Right issue. Right issue all the way. It must be a right issue. My God. What's the objective? Bro? It's one in every crowd. So, <laughs> I, I am, I am, um, I'm happy that the, the retail has found its voice and is talking, and and let's let's continue to this. Pay keen attention to who way. is listening and yes. who is not. Yes, keen, 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 keen attention because that's what will affect your money. Yep. I am happy that the retail. I remember a tweet the other day about if a CEO were to tell you that he doesn't care about his stock price. That, 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 is a, that is another. That is a. If somebody tell you they don't care what we shop for us, all right. So watch who listens and watch who does not. Yeah. You know where you are welcome. Yeah. So, sir, yes, please. You, well, well, you say you got the answer you wanted, right? I, I feel satisfied with the answer, I know. Okay, you feel satisfied with the answer? Yes, man. Yes, yes, because that's it, as you said, it's rare that you hear a CEO say, he listens to his shareholders. From time to time, we hear people talk about outside shareholders, which you know, none of that really existing. <laughs> you know, see them owners share, but they're they somehow operating as if they Yeah, know. and you know. And they get listened to. Okay, exactly. They get listened to by the people who I don't hear listening to. Exactly, me. exactly. So. Yeah. Yeah. After after hearing Dina tonight, I feel I feel bad not buying enough MFS below three dollars. Well, it's unfair. Well, I tell you, I might have to buy. I'm going to have to buy the bullet and buy some more because ten billion in three years. The, he hopes. He said ten percent of his plans work out. If ten percent of his plans work out, he figures it will be. Is ten billion a month or three billion? Ten, 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 ten billion. Ten, ten billion in three. And he said, of course, imagine. that's a hope. He wasn't promising officially. Yeah. Don't tie the company to that, but that's a hope based on the plans. Yeah. Um, mm-hmm. that was a great conversation. Thank you very much again, Dino, for that. And thank you to everybody who asks questions. From the useful ones like Alexis to the troublesome ones like Piggles. Yeah. <laughs> Hey, and Pigos, big up, Pigos for that question because Pigos' question I think also allowed us to hear enough without without running right, off any um rules. So, sir, 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 mm-hmm. if you have the pleasure of being the last person to talk since nobody else sent a speaker request. So, what what was one thing you found exciting on the market? And those say uh, outside of one thirty eight and MFS. What's one thing you excited about on the market before we go? Let's close on a nice uh, Wow. What what's it what's the what's the, the phoenix that you expect to rise from? Not necessarily ashes, but what's the thing that you're most excited about this year outside of those two? Well when this year most of my money is on MFS, you know. Well I say you can't say MFS. Yeah. 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 <laughs> um hmm. Let me see. You think about that. One of the methods I like to do is I like to think about. Well, the, one of the easy ways I do like when I'm pre- under pressure like this on mm-hmm. TikTok, I bring up my money, Jay, and I just look at all the companies that I think about. I know about all of them and which one I want to talk yeah. about. 
But if I'm thinking about my money, I often think about, let's say a year from mm -hmm. now, what will be, ex what, what would have happened in the monetary space in Jamaica? I don't mean the finance space. I mean, like, what, what's, what will be hot a year from now? What is something that you look back a year from now, you're like, oh, da, it's obvious that this thing would have um, brought in the money it did or the profits it did, you know? Like, looking back, think back a year ago, mm -hmm. February a year ago, it would have kind of been obvious that oil would not stay low. True, true. Right? Yeah. Because the pandemic was, that, that, that was near the end of the pandemic. People were going out, forget the Putin effect. Yeah. People were just outside again. So once you're outside again, you're naturally going to spend more money. Right? Mm -hmm. So looking back, looking back was obvious. Like, of course, oil would have gone up. Of course, all the oil countries that make money from oil that would have taken a beating during COVID would kind of hike prices and cut production to make oil go higher. And then it then becomes unnatural. Well, obviously, the only gas company on the, on the exchange would benefit from that from a profit basis, right? It's easy to say mm -hmm. that looking back. So I just do that in reverse. I look, mm -hmm. I'm thinking it's January or February 2024. Mm -hmm. What am I looking back and saying? Oh, it's obvious. Now that you yeah. mentioned it, I'm thinking about RPL. Mm. Yeah. What's the obvious thing that everybody knows, say, a year from now with RPL? Well, I mean, they're heavily, they're already heavily into LPG, which we see another big player on the market telling us that they're getting into that space. So obviously there is something there. Plus, RPL is telling us that they're going into the petrol distribution, well, not distribution, but retail space as well. So they're looking to build out gas station and so forth. So mm -hmm. I think maybe... They have a gas station, right? Yeah, well, they have one and they, they build, they're building one now, right? That's one of the purposes yeah. of the, the IP. Half of a gas yeah, station, yeah. one could say. So maybe a few, maybe a few years from now, we might see more gas stations under that brand. I could see that. I could I could see me looking back a year from now, talking to the and Brick Talk and saying it's obvious. I mean they told us that's what they wanted they they the money for in the mm -hmm. IPO, right? So it's kind of obvious that at least it's ob all right. This is Randy twenty twenty four. It's obvious that the gas station would have finished and they would have started a second one. It's obvious that when they finished the gas station they would have had good pricing. Mm -hmm. It's obvious that they would have had cheap pricing because part of the business is also the the um the re the the wholesaling of the fuel mm -hmm. so they they carry fuel to other stations so it's obvious that they would have had the cheapest prices because they can cut their margin on that mm -hmm. um mm -hmm. it's obvious that the cooking gas industry would continue to grow and they have to throw like a moonshot in there it might not be obvious no but i think that we are going to maybe not in a year but maybe in a few years mm -hmm. alternative energy re renewable energy might be um, a lot more. What do you think renewable energy now? We think Wigton, which is wind, for mm -hmm. now at least. I think they might do that micro turbine. That was the interesting thing for me. That's the thing that I remembered uh, that I wanted to talk about. Yeah, the Wigton and the land. Yeah. I tweeted about it in my uh, circle and then I didn't do it. I have a chill session with the grads tomorrow, so maybe I won't say it here. Maybe we'll talk about that there. Uh, a little bit of research, but let's okay, say it was a weird thing that they bought that little piece of land uh, out by ferry or so. 
But let me finish the IPL point. Um, I just think that maybe there might be more cases of either LPG, which they are strong in, happening um, and being a, a growth area, a strong growth area for them. I think that's actually what carries the, the, the belly of the business, if you will. And I think maybe there'll be opportunities for other products that maybe use LLPG or LNG becoming more popular in Jamaica. Outside of the cooking, right? I mean, water heater, maybe somebody have an LPG-powered AC. Who knows? I'm, I'm a, I don't know. I'm, I'm talking off the top of my head here. But I say all that to say that I don't think your pick is necessarily bad. Circuit. Mm -hmm. uh, RPL might actually be one of those obvious things a year from now. I can see us looking back a year from now and going, boy, I wish I did buy it. Exactly what you just said. I wish I'd bought more below three. And it's currently at 190, right? Yeah. Yep. yeah so who knows? I don't know. Let's see how long it continues to remain at that price. Uh, who knows? Yeah. I think this is going to be a very, very interesting year because I, I don't think the company, I don't think of the company as being bad at all. I think of it mm -hmm. as maybe just overlooked timing. Yeah. Maybe IPO. Or APO. Drunk. He actually said it in and let's not forget that. He did say that, but I, I, hope, I, I hope he knows listens to his shareholders. Yeah, mean I, it, hope he, yeah, I hope he don't listen to his brokers. Boy, I tell you. <laughs> that is interesting. And then it is interesting, yeah. right? It's actually the first thing I thought of when I saw the, when I saw that notice from one. Yeah. yeah. Then we hear of more APOs to come. No, that they have the same broker. I know, I know, and the broker is telling us. Oh, oh okay. I know. I wasn't going that. I wasn't going that far. Yeah. Time. I did not think about that. Yeah. Damn. What they might also be a right issue, eh? That's true. There might also there might be some love, you know, some shareholders of going to go around. Yeah, yeah. Well, I like that mask is, is is speaking with its voice and its yes, voice sir. and with its pocket. No, may the retail space continue to grow. The, the pocket is the voice of the mask. There, we, I like that. Write that down. You know, right. in, in, interesting. Somebody, somebody, somebody quote me that on that two years from now. Danai Hall, the pocket is the voice of the market. That bad. So go off on a tangent. No, so and you, the man who's a field just write it. <laughs> Sorry, Cliff. Yeah, man, I just go? wanted to go off on a tangent a little because, as you mentioned, retail and the strength of the retail, um, not in a derogatory way, but that's, <laughs> yeah, that's yeah. That, that, that court case, which I think was in the, was it the CCJ? CWJ. Yeah. Which, oh, you mean the one? court of appeal. The court, right. right. CCJ. Yeah. Caribbean court, I just see Well, yeah, it, it's outside of Jamaica, so but I don't know. But I'm thinking, <laughs> like, how much, how much strength do you think that will will give to retail shareholders in terms of, you know, we having so the thing about the law, it gives us a strength already. Yeah. it's also us to exercise it. All right. Yeah. It it then comes down to a case of. So the thing about it, though, the specific thing I see about it is that there has to be a disagreement along the lines of minority and majority shareholders. Mm -hmm. So uh, there has to be a an interest 
there has to be benefit to the majority benefit. shareholder. Uh, yeah, yeah. benefit for the one for yeah. the, the person the person pushing it. If the majority shareholder is pushing it, then they have to benefit in a way that the minority does not also benefit. So those are lines that's going. Not just a, uh, this thing me vex as Danai and everybody else in the room. I said, boy, yes, let's, let's put the nooses around our neck. Then, boy, then it, it won't necessarily go like that so easily. Yeah, yeah, that's a massive, 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 massive thing, you know. Because let's say I don't like to do the fake company thing. I think that's me neither. Uh... I think it, I think it's stupid. But in this yeah. case, I will do a fake company thing, or I'll use overseas companies. Let's say that. Uh, let's say that. Give me, what, what does Apple own that? <clears throat> let's say that Disney. And what does Disney own? I mean, kind of own everything, right? Uh, I was going to say something. Wrong. Sorry, no. <laughs> Not anymore. <laughs> <laughs> Oh, Lord. (laughs) (laughs) All right, so let's say that Disney, the parks, which is owned by Disney, the massive corporation, right? Let's pretend that that's a a subsidiary. Let's say that Disney, the subsidiary, wants to do a, let's say they they choose to do an APO, and -hmm. what they're doing in the APO is they're bringing in Disney, the massive corporation, right? In a a way that, that dilutes everybody else, all the other shareholders. Mm-hmm. Under this thing here, this 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 ruling, what, what the interpretation I've seen here, it would say that the voting on whether or not that APO could happen, Disney, the park company, who would be the majority shareholder in, in that, could not vote. Mm-hmm. You have to sit this one out, bro. Yeah. They have to sit it out because their parent company, aka part of the group that they, that they are in, Mm-hmm. stands to benefit from the doing of this thing. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. This is a massive, this, have, this has massive implications for the future. I don't just mean for one year or two years. It has massive implications for the future. Yeah. And, I, and it's really for the first person to, to sue another company about it. And I think we're going to get more litigious as we go along. We already are. And and I, I like that. I like that some things are being questioned, and they should be questioned more. It's part of a uh, the maturity of a of a of a society for that to happen. The court should decide certain things. I'm really happy about this. And this specific article that you're you're referencing, I like how it ended. The gentleman who sued him, he was quoted in it saying, "I hope other shareholders in Jamaica will be heartened by this result." And that shareholders will begin to take a more active role in ensuring that publicly traded companies begin to improve their corporate governance. And that shareholders also begin to demand that directors and officers of their companies understand where their very real and serious fiduciary obligation lies. That is an amazing quote. I wish it came from inside Jamaica, but no matter where it comes from, it helps us, it benefits us. And um, yeah, I'm happy for that. The real and serious fiduciary obligation that the officers and directors of listed companies have is to us, the shareholders. They should be listening to us. So let's have more of that in the future. Thank you very, very much for that point. Yeah, man, no problem. 
big up. And thank you everybody who joined us this evening. Then I have anything you want to tell the people before we say goodnight? Nothing but good night. Big up people. Again, as always, start investing if you are if you if you haven't started yet. Keep investing. There is more to come. Trust me, don't lose a call from this game. Just keep investing. Trust me. And if you want help with that, RT Roy is right there. I am right here. DHAWadvisor.com. Or jump over to grow if you want to learn. And trust me, the best the, the best bet I can think is to mix them. Do grow. Come across to get a discount either way from me or him. We get this to see each other. And we got people again. Enjoy the weekend. Look out for more. I look out for, oh, I guess I look out for next week, but I won't be here next week, so. Yeah, taking then I'm skipping next week. Yeah, he's taking a break. Indeed. And I might Bro, actually see. skip next week, too, so. Who knows? We might, have a, we might have a week's break, or we might have a light one next week. Who knows? We'll decide. We'll find out next week. We'll all find out together. In the meantime, however, enjoy. I hope you guys enjoy tonight. Thank you, everybody. Thank you, Danai. And have a good night. All right, people, bless up. They ain't believe in us. God did. Ready to see the